Hello, and welcome to episode number 68 of the Third Power. Yeah, Third Power. Hello, we're back. This is... <laughs> we are back from the dead. We were never really dead, we're just really freaking busy. Real life and all that stuff. But we're back, we're here to talk about Amonkhet. Of course, this is one of your hosts, Anthony Abatolo. And of course, with me is another one of your hosts, the ever effervescent Usman Jamil. Oh, sweet, I'm soda again. All right. Yes. (laughs) Did I ever tell you I had my fiancé try thumbs up? No, you did not tell me about the thumbs up experience. Yeah, so I went to the Indian store and got a can of it, and, like, I... You know, poured it into two glasses and had her try half. It, and it wasn't as bad as I remember before. It just kind of tasted like nothing. It didn't have that awkward min- mm. minerally taste, but it just kind of just tasted like nothing. And I was like, well, this is just a waste of time. This, this is bad, but it's very forgettable. So what you're saying is that luckily you're still affianced after making her try thumbs up. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. That's good. That's a step in the right direction. Yeah. Hey, try this soda. Hey, try the door. Get out. <laughs> but no, I just wanted to share this experience with you. Get out. It's a terrible soda. If you don't like the soda, then you can get out. I wonder, I wonder if there's somebody who's like a huge thumbs up fan. It's like, this is the best soda ever. Like, What's wrong with you? I assume there probably is. There's people who are fans of... Oh, I'm sure there is. I mean, there, there's a reason why it gets exported, right? Like, because someone has to drink it. If it, if it yeah. didn't sell, and they didn't sell it, you wouldn't be able to keep well, I mean, it. I'm just wondering if there's someone who's, like, a huge, like, fan, just, like, thinks it's, like, the greatest thing ever. Well, I, I'm sure. Is. I would I would assume so. It feels like there's that way. There's that... I mean, there are, there are gigantic Nickelback fans, right? Yeah. Like... Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they're an, easy, they're an easy target, but, like, you know, everything out there has huge, huge mm-hmm. fans. Yeah. So, and people who will purchase and support and buy and do whatever else. So. <laughs> Nickelback. But yeah. They're... they're... I'm sorry. That's the that's the only like thing I could think of that like a lot of people have a common dislike for. Yeah, but some, I mean, yeah, I think that is that is a pretty good example. But it's a good one. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's I could come up with on short notice. <laughs> all right. Well, we are here to talk about Amonkhet. Yeah. We're gonna talk like an Egyptian oh. here and talk about these cards. Hey, you like that one? little bangles nice. reference there yeah. for you. Um, and uh, talk about what cards we like, what cards we don't. Now, this set's been out for a few weeks, so, you know, we, we've gotten some experience playing the cards, uh, experiencing them, getting some feedback from others who have gotten a chance to play with the cards. So so hopefully our... Uh, we will not be 100% theory crafting today before we're getting a chance to play with all the cards we actually have some playing experience and uh, kind of get to look at it as like a mid-session retrospective. Yeah. Which, by the way, can I just start off by saying that the limited format is a ton of fun? I, 
I've been kind of watching like a lot of my draft experience nowadays comes from just like watching it on stream, like drafting it vicariously through other people. And it seems good. Like there's a lot of stuff you can do. Like, you know, five slitherblade yes. dot deck or you know however you know, dirtle tastic, you know, whatever second sun fun stuff. Fun fun mm-hmm. in the second sun. Yeah, it's, it's really interesting, it seems like. I, I don't know if you saw the Mothership article about how, I think it was like a mailbag, and in like Mark Rosewater he had an interview, or you know, just like did a mailbag article, and it, it seemed like so he was asked, like, if did the format end up faster than they expected, and it sounded like they did some changes near the end, because it was slower, but like they made some changes mm. at the end to try to make it a bit faster and then ended up being significantly more fast than anticipated, which is something you wouldn't expect for a format with cycling and embalm. Like those you would think would, uh, whatever, like, uh, reward slower decks. Yeah, but they're very good. Right. But they're a very good aggressive support mm-hmm. card. Yeah. Too. Like, uh, exert definitely encourages attacking. Yeah. The, the white trial, is a, is another one of those that's very good yeah. for that. Uh, when I saw that, I'm like, plus two, plus one. Like, what? That, what? So, yeah, those cards certainly uh, help encourage attacking. I think virtually every single time I've drafted, I wind up in the green-white aggressive deck, like the exert aggressive deck. And I, I, I'm like, I'm not going to draft green-white <laughs> this time. And then I just, like, hardly get past. It's like, well, I guess I have to be green-white, or else what am I doing? Like... I'm going to wind up in an unplayable deck if I don't just take the cards that are passed mm-hmm. to me. It's like, all right. And it seems like every time I wind up in green-white. And the deck's always mm-hmm. very good. I think the the only time I lost with it is I lost to, like, a, a four-rare red-white aggressive Oh, it's like, here's Glorybringer. That that feature. Uh-huh. Yeah, that was one of them. <laughs> trying to think mm-hmm. what the other rares are. So another, uh, uh, he was, like, a red-white exert, and he had uh, True Heart Twins also. Which is not a rare, it's pretty but good. pretty good. Did it have pretty a good. cat, cat lord, whatever, regal caracal? Uh, I, I believe it may have had that one as well. Um, and it had um, oh, the three oh, uh, glory chaser or glory bound initiate. Oh, power. okay. Had that one too. Yeah, that 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 match went really well for me. Wow. That was uh, it was somewhat difficult. Wow. Yeah, that sounds like a uh, that does sound very difficult. Did not go well for the team. I'm like, sweet, we stabilized. He's like, true heart twins, and I'm like, all right, well that's kind of a pain. And then he's like, glory bringer. It's like, exert, exert, this to that, this to that. Oh, and I'm exerting with this guy too, so everything gets plus three power. And wait. Am I dead? It's like, yep, We're dead. Now, now you're dead. And dead. Dead. <laughs> dead. Dead. But I have enjoyed the format quite a bit. It's it's the most I've enjoyed a limited format in a long time. And it's it's telling because the store, uh, the, the local store where I play, uh, you know, usually the drafts don't fire after a few weeks. It's mostly a, a constructed mm-hmm. store, and drafts are still firing at FNMs nice. weekly. That's cool. 
more. Like you know, we we did a uh, a team unified modern tournament on Saturday, and they fired a draft afterwards. Nice. Too. So, so yeah, it seems like fun. it's a better cycling format as well than like uh, what was that shards which had cycling. Like it seems like it uses cycling better. Yes. I'm just like here's um molten frame. <laughs> sure. Well, you had all like the one mana hybrid cycling guys from the fourth yeah, set. Yeah, I was about to say you had to pretty much wait until Alara reborn. All the, all the ones, yeah, all the ones that wound up right. Or else it's just a bunch of jungle yeah. weavers. Um, but by the third set, then you got to take all like there was like the red green four 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 that had one mana cycling. There was like the land cyclers, the basic land cycling. Like there was, they did a ton with it, but. They actually made it like an integral part of this block as the mechanic thing that, you know, like Horror of the Broken Lands is, you know, really neat because it's gigantic. Like there's a rare, it's, it's, it's revolutionized the, what's his name deck, the uh, Living End yeah. deck because all the creatures are now just a lot larger. So you can, you can, have smaller living ends and still close pretty mm-hmm. quickly. Yeah, it's like, oh, here's a 6-4. All right. Right, it's like, and then, you know, after after you do it, you draw another cycling card, and it's like, oh, now it's another two power, and then it's another two power, and all of a sudden you're like, wait, wait, what? Yeah. I might yeah. I, I'm, I'm excited to try them out in my pauper cube, although I kind of benched it for the moment just because trying to get more attendance in the store. But just, like, mm-hmm. some of the cards just seem really interesting for it. And, like, the Shepherd seems interesting. The red one, I was just like, what? Red gets this. And it's, like, you know, a bit intellectually dishonest to be like, oh, it's just a craw worm or something. But it's just like, well, it seems pretty solid. So, right, well, so that's the other thing with the, the limited format, too. And, of course, you know, we this will tie in later. Is that you have a uh, you know an exert elvish piper? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I've had that in draft decks before, and it's like play this guy, and they're like, well, crap, like I guess it lives, mm-hmm. like go, and it's like attack, and I'm like, well, we'll put this sandworm into play, like this, like this thing that was just going to cycle, but now I get to put a free six four into play, yeah. and like. And it's kind of like it's interesting because a, the cycling mechanic lets people naturally put bigger creatures like that in the decks. And also, like game one, you see it, you have to respect it. Like it's, it's like, oh, okay, he's just gonna put a Durkabors in a play. Well, maybe, or it could be something much bigger. Yeah, that you know, like I said, and the cycling actually specifically plays into cards like Arch Archfiend of. Uh, yeah, and that card just seems is. Dumb. Really, that card's real tough to beat if you have the right yeah. deck. I, I had a couple of pre-release sealed decks that had that card in it, and it's just like, oh god. Yeah, it seems like that's one of the ones like in general in that format. It's just like, good luck, can't kill it. Cool. Had had a friend recently play at an RPTQ and opened up a warship in his pool. Yeah, good luck killing warship in limited. Yeah, what? How do you kill that? Like, there are common cyclers, but if you don't see it game one, and you're yeah. down a game, and they're like, well, in the format that doesn't have a ton of removal, you work. Yeah. It. Wow. I guess there's oh. like, 
There's also what the dis- the cycling disenchant. That's what I think. Mean. Like, oh great, I'm. Oh, I mean, I don't even. You don't main deck that card in the format, right? Well, unless you're like. There are a fair number of targets because there are cartouches yeah. and there are the trials. Oh yeah, yeah. And the cycle. Yeah. yeah, I'm just not sure what the prevailing thought is if like you should be main decking those or not in that format. And I honestly have no idea. I haven't. Yeah, I don't know current wisdom. Yeah. But it definitely does seem like a really good format, and I kind of do wonder if, like, these limited formats, it seems like recently a lot of them are just, as opposed to just, I remember, you know, back in my day when, I forget, when was a pro tour that was held on the ship, that Queen Mary ship in L.A.? It was a long time ago. It was like 95 or something. But I remember they... Yeah, I remember they talked about it in one of the magazines, like Scry or Inquest, and, you know, they kind of talked about Constructed being, you know, Constructed, and then they talked about, on the other hand, you know, Limited being about, like, taking hill, you know, playing hill giants and playing jump. I remember, like, somebody made, like, a bad Van Halen joke or something in the the article they did. So, yeah. You know, it's just like... It feels like with more people who know about Cube being in, you know, working at R&D, I wonder if some of those lessons Mm -hmm. are kind of coming about where it's not just a pile of cards, where it's, you know, draft creating Mm -hmm. formats. Like, like, as opposed to shards, where it's just like, okay, here's these cards with cycling. Like, there really wasn't really much of a point. It's just like, okay, here's, here's this big dumb thing with cycling, and, you know... You know, I remember those like some video, like Matt Sperling did, where he's just like, okay, here's for Amonkhet, just like here's this card, and then we're just adding another mana, make, giving it cycling. And I guess it's a, there's a point with that, but it seems like there's also more of a reason for it, like you know, these cards that interact with cycling, and you know, not just doing it on big, huge things. But I don't know. It seems like there's at least more of a reason for it than just like in shards. I felt like. In shards, it was definitely just felt like it was just tacked onto a bunch of stuff. It's like, okay, so it's a tricolor set. We need to make sure people can play stuff on, you know, not having their hands hamstrung, hamstruck with a bunch of garbage. So mm-hmm. here's cycling, like a uh, Vistar Dragger. I thought that was a really interesting card, though. I think that was, you know, definitely an interesting card. I'm just, you know, leafing through my popper cube and I saw Vistar Dragger and I was like, oh yeah, that's. Like that's a that was interesting use of cycling. You know, you could cast it, you could cycle uh-huh. it, and then unearth it later. Like it had a lot of interesting design space with it, and a lot of play to it. But aside from that, it didn't feel like the format really did. So cube. <laughs> yeah, it was just kind of a right. It was a you know it was kind of tacked on where it doesn't this feels much more. Uh, 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 a part of the yeah. format, much more essential, much more uh, integral to what's going on. Anyway, so cube. So let's talk about uh, let's talk about it and cube. Uh, first, though, we have to do ourselves a little crack about. Oh yeah. So yeah, so I'm gonna do a crack pack, and I shuffled all beforehand. So you t- you, I'm cracking you typing. 
All right. You got it. Card number one, Steve Sakura Tribuilder. I don't know how many people still call it Steve, but I do. I mean, yeah, I've called it, I've called him Steve before. People are like, "What?" Yeah, Steve. I've had, I definitely had that happen when I call it Steve. It's like Sakura Tribuilder. Card two, Grave Titan. Card number three, Thoughtseize. Also a thought. Oh, hey, a new card. Card number four, Curator oh. of Mysteries. Curator of Mysteries. Is that the Yeah, Sphinx? the one that cycles. Okay. Uh, card number five, Green Sun Zenith. Card number right. six, Geist of St. Traft. Card number seven, Grim Lavamancer. Alright. Card number eight. Oh, here's another new one. I'm not I'm not stacking this, I promise. Glorybringer. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Speak of the devil. Uh card number nine, Karn Liberated. Yes. Card number eleven? Garrick. Oh, ten. ten, Garrick Primal Hunter. <laughs> card number right. 11, Unexpectedly Absent, which makes me excited that that card's seeing, like, legacy play now. Yeah, that's good, because I noticed all the foils popped, and they went from, like, $4 each to about 17 to 20 oh, I, I didn't know they were that cheap. And I picked up a I few of them. that cheap. I, yeah, they were... They were super cheap. Yeah, I picked up... I found a couple extra ones recently while on wow. vacation. Yeah, I, I definitely should have... I didn't know they were that cheap. Jeez. Yeah, because I was like, this card's dumb. Yeah. But I'm glad I finally found a home, super though. Cheap. Another one, which, uh-huh. again, I'm not stacking these, I promise. Cast Out. Uh. Aww, Cast Out. Wow. Uh, next card, Tundra. And how many do we have left? Two. Okay, Spellskite. Two more. Spellskite right. and then Manowar. Man o Manowar. That's a this is a really interesting pack. It is a really interesting pack. There's a lot of different ways to go. My first my first gut instinct is to take Karn Liberated. Yeah, and just go for the Karn deck. And just, you know, try to be a, a, a mana deck and it doesn't really commit you to colors. Yeah. And you just, you know, you, obviously you're, you can, it doesn't really commit you to anything. Obviously it's just the first pick, but there's a lot of decks that Karn can be mm-hmm. good in. And you're, you're not going to be tempted to like, oh, well, oh, I, I first picked this. I should probably take this card so I can stay in color or whatever. So that's my first instinct yeah. for me. Uh, I do like a Tundra yeah. also. I, I've been known to first pick Ghoul Lands. And figure out what cards we're going to play later once we can cast all of our cards on time. Yeah, Tundra's a really good one. Um, and, and you know, as much as I like some of the other cards in here, like I'm like, okay, I think I would rather have Tundra than any of the white or blue spells. Yeah, that sounds right. Like, at least that's the way I feel about it. Uh, I don't like any of the green or red cards as much as I like. Karn Liberated. You know, Plotmaster's a good one, but yeah, I don't know if I... You definitely... I don't know if I'd say Karn is, like, super broken or anything, 
but it's definitely good, and it definitely is like a nice path to put you on. Yes. And like, I can certainly see playing. Like, I like I like Thoughtseize. I do like Grave Titan. Um, but if I if I want big mana, I think I'm just taking Karn. Yeah. And if I if I am feeling Lansy, I'm going to take Tundra. Yeah. If I feel like playing, I feel blue. Because um, <laughs> some days I, I feel yeah. blue. It's like, I want to draft the blue deck. Draft like the uh, so the blue-white tempo deck. I still, I'm still a big fan. Right, or even just a blue-white control deck. Like, yeah, like who knows? Maybe this guy's of saying draft table. Yeah. Like, yeah, I don't know. Maybe I do take Tundra. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I, I'd probably take Karn, but... Yeah, I like the other cards in the pack, but... Tundra. But nothing makes me want to, like, jump in, like, one of yeah. those two. And that mana is so mm-hmm. important. Especially for, like, if you can have a good mana white-blue deck, mm-hmm. like, whew, especially in, in like, like, yours, which is powered, it's just like, yeah, this is kind of where I want to be. Yeah, there's, it definitely, like, and there's other stuff, like, trying to think of the double-white cards if there's in this pack. There's uh, Absent, like, Absent Might Wheel. Cast out might wheel. Yeah. There's definitely seems like a good amount of stuff. Like Grave Titan probably definitely won't wheel, but Yeah, I'm trying to think if I would Nope, that won't. Heart won't. Glorybringer probably mm-hmm. won't. Because it's new and people like to play with new cards. And that one's a splash yeah. new card. Like God forbid like the mana war tables, which it shouldn't, but like we'll certainly get I think if we if you take Tundra, I think one of those four blue or white cards is coming back. Geist, Absent, Cast Out, or Manowar. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe I do take Tundra. Maybe I'd rather be the Tundra deck than the Karn deck. Yeah, I'll take Tundra. Sure. YOLO. Let's do that. I've been convinced. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, uh, speaking of Manowar, there's something we were talking about previous to the podcast, which is a, an interesting little thing. So, so I was uh, looking through my cube and did a tally of the cards of the creatures that are not modern legal. And okay. one of them's Man of War because, yeah. So guess how many that I'm running in my cube? All right, non-modern legal creatures in your yeah. cube. And it's 465. Four, 465. Four, mm-hmm. Alright, let me think. Non-modern legal. Uh, if, if we get the number, do I get to try to guess some of them off the top of my head? Do we get to play a guessing game? Uh, do you know I mean, what I know what they, they are? are? I know what they are. I or? typed it out. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, I was just asking if we get to play a guessing game, because I like playing guessing yeah. games. Like Squeeze or whatever. Well, no, just, I just want to guess and see if I can get them and see how many I can get before okay. I give up. All right, let me think. Well, so, you have one. How many? Right. So should, should I just guess them, or should I try to guess the number uh, first? I don't know. I, I have no idea. <laughs> All right, let's go for the... Let, let me try to guess okay. the number first. Um, Twelve. Wow, you're really close. <laughs> Man! <laughs> uh, I mean, I might as well just tell you. Eleven. Yeah, if I mean eleven. Ooh, I'm yeah. really close. Yeah, 
I, when I did the count, I remember talking to somebody about about how pretty much creature, you know, cube is, you know, half heartedly or you know half jokingly said that you know it's all modern creatures and like all old spells. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> it's like new creatures and old spells. Um, there was one of those WMCQs they had in St. Louis, which was like the last mm-hmm. real magic event in St. Louis. And like somebody, we did like a team draft. I think it was like, I know Zach Hill and Craig Wesco were involved with like me and a friend. And I think mm-hmm. we only ended up doing one round before like the draft, like, I don't know, somebody had to go or something, but so he ended up drafting like a pretty much a birthing pod deck with all modern creatures. And I was thinking like, okay. huh, that's really interesting. And then kind of thought about that again and looked at the creature base and I was like, I wonder how many are not modern legal. And yeah, I was like 12. I was like, what? Like, that's ridiculous. But I mean, it makes sense. Man. Or it's 11. Yeah, sorry. 11. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, and I don't know if we have enough time to play guessing game, but <laughs> oh no, I I I I can you know I, I think I have a, at least a couple more I would hope off the off the top of my head. I don't know if this this one is I'm kind of typing them on the spreadsheet here as I'm going on, so I don't remember. All right, so another one has to be Jackal Pop. Yeah, yeah. So because that's like another super obvious one. It's just like all right, like which some aggressive. Creatures. Um, another one is Goblin Welder, is my guess. I'm not running that one, but it's something I've definitely no. It, but definitely, like it's something I was talking when I ended up having the conversation with a friend. I'm like, that's definitely one that is definitely very good, but that's definitely mm-hmm. one where I was just like, yeah. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Baleful Strix. Oh wow, I forgot about that one. Ah, so I was right, 12! Like, Woo-hoo! yeah, I didn't even think of that, because I was just thinking old creatures. Well, I guess there's a couple, actually. Well, there's, uh, that makes it 13, I guess. One too? Are you playing Shardless Agent? No. Well, I guess that makes it 13, then. Oh, okay. Counting that. I was just going with old border, like old hey. creatures, but... Right, right. Non-modern yeah. legal. But it's been expanded to non-modern. I'm going to do a quick... Ooh, 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 true name nemesis. Oh, yeah, that's true. Wow, no pun intended there, but I'll take it. <laughs> uh, let me think. Well, because now now I'm into like the commander yeah. creatures, you know. Like, are you, you're you're not playing anything crazy like a Traxar, no, are you? No. Okay. I don't have. Um, so there's another. There's at least one more of those commanders. I think. Oh, are you playing Vile Smasher? It's uh, no, mainly because I'm just keeping red like my multicolor super tight. But. Vile Smasher's gas, yeah, by for the way. sure. It's really good. No, no, no. You don't no, it is because I played it. It's good. It's <laughs> really good. Like I am making room for it in my black and my black yeah. section. I finally got one on vacation. Could not yeah. find one. No. Oh, so there's another one. one so. I totally missed out on the commander ones. So I imagine that you're not playing Morphle no. anymore. I imagine that you're not playing. Uh, I'm trying to think of some of the old hits. Uh, Basking Rootwalla and Wild Mongrel are probably yeah. gone. Um, let me think. Uh, oh, Flame Tongue yep. Kabu. That's got to be one. Yeah. Yeah. Heck yeah, that card. And that's sweet. one. It feels like a um, lot of these are just like <laughs> essentially mistakes. And. <laughs> right. 
And then, like, random creatures like Jackalpup, which, you know, they kind of have surpassed or have kind of represented, like, points in time. Another one, which which is kind of a giveaway, is, is another... Are you jamming no, Fire Imp? but it's a good one, but I'm not currently running it. Okay, so let me think. So I'm kind of compiling my list And I'm not here. counting, so, I'm so not counting far... conspiracy robots, because they're not really creatures. They're... Yeah, they're they're draft constructs yeah. basically. Um, uh, let me think. All so right, yeah, the number has definitely increased a little bit from non-modern legal now. But uh, I'm trying to think of any the conspiracy actual creatures go uh, in. I don't think. Oh, there's that well, one too. Yeah. The conspiracy planeswalker that goes in. Yeah. But, um. All right, let me think. Uh, so, Savannah Lion's been reprinted. Uh, Mother yep, of Rooms. That's another mistake. <laughs> that's the mistake <laughs> aisle. Uh, <laughs> uh, so that gives me six so far. Mm-hmm. Um, Raffalos. Yep. yep, good old Raffalos. Another. Uh, Blastoderm? Question no, mark? but that's a good guess, though. Okay. Um, RFLs was a good one. Uh, braids, yeah, black braids. And when I was talking with my friend Francis about it, we I missed that at first because I have a Eternal Masters foil, and I was like, Oh, oh right, right, right. Tricky to the eye. Yeah. All right, let me think. Um, I, I like guessing games. Um, I'm trying to think if there's any other. There's one that was color shifted. Ooh. In, in not planar chaos. In not yeah. planar chaos. Um, ooh, color shifted. I'm yeah. interested. Oh, uh, oh, 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 oh. There's got to be some black aggro no. guys still. Uh, there's no black aggro guys. There's no. I'm currently not running them, but. Okay. But that's that's not one of them. But. Okay. All right. Let me think. Uh, if we're not running. Black aggro. So no Carnophage or like think. uh I think uh, that's the other one I can really think of. Like Carrion Feeder. Like I'm I haven't run that guy in, in a bit, but he, he was nice. Mystic no. Well that was reprinted in Time Spiral. Oh that's right, because there's no modern border of that one, even though it's modern legal. Right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I got it backwards. I got it the <laughs> other way around from where you had it. Like, oh, wait, that's right. There is a modern border, but it's not yeah. modern legal. Um, hmm. So keep thinking the color-shifted one. Yeah, color, color color-shifted, shifted not one, planar but chaos. But not planar yeah. chaos. And I'm going to keep looking through my cube for other stuff that, that I may have missed ah. as well. I'm trying to think, do we have the ninjutsu clone? No, I haven't played that guy, but I, I liked him. But yeah, I don't have that one. Okay. Um, Maelstrom No, Wander? I don't have room for tricolor. Okay. Because um, I heard you like Cascade. <laughs> uh, let's see. Color shifted, but not here. Uh, but not Would you like a hint? Care. So, and, and it's very intentionally color shifted. It's 
What do you mean by that? I'm not sure. So, like, all the Planar Chaos stuff was very intentional color-shifted that here is another version of this Yeah, like, art. if we were to print it nowadays, like, it would make sense. I don't know if I'd say that one really makes sense nowadays. I'll give you okay. a hint. So it's not super obvious. Yes, hint, It's a hint creature me, and costs two. White Knight? No, White Knight's color legal. That's no, a, White Knight's it's the right color. Anyway. It is white. Okay. Uh, so it is currently white or it was white? It is now white. Is now white. So it was something mm-hmm. else and is now a white mm-hmm. drop. It's a pretty much hmm. defunct creature type. Ooh. Defunct creature type. White. Two-drop. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like this is going to be super obvious when I think of it. Uh, fun creature types. I would play it in the uh, hypothetical blue-white deck that we were talking about earlier. And probably the Karn deck we were talking about earlier. Oh, God. And it's an old... And, it's, and so it was color-shifted before. I don't know if it was before, but it wasn't during... It was after. Yeah, yeah, it was after. Planar Chaos. So the original one is white, and then it turned into a different color. No, it's now white. It was previously a different color. Okay, but the one that you are playing is the old color, but it's currently white? The card I'm trying to guess, is it white or is it it the the old old color? color. Okay, that's Uh, where I'm screwed up. Okay. So, but it's gotten color shifted to white in mo- in the mm-hmm. modern era, yeah. and that new creature would be one you would play in the hypothetical yeah. white blue deck. Sorry, got it. Okay, all right, um, I'm with it now. And it's kind of a defunct creature. The new one is he defunct creature type, or the old one is he defunct Both. creature type? Yeah, oh, yeah. Um. <laughs> oh. But the new one is white. So at some point, it's like, oh, this is just a white blah, blah, blah. Oh, God. It costs two. Oh, well, I got that. Refreshing it. (laughs) Crap. But the old one was not white. Yeah. But the new one is white. If I can think of what the new one is. Is the new one considered to be cube-worthy? Yes. Is the new one in cubes? I would be very surprised if it was not in a cube. Like, like if I was oh, looking at a stock oh. cube list and it didn't have that card, I'd be like, huh. You'd be like, yeah, I'd be like, That's, huh, why is that card yeah. not there? Because this card mm-hmm. is good. Crap. Yeah. Oh, my God. So, so theoretically... You could have two of them because you would have one of the old color and one of the mm-hmm. new color. Yeah. There are people screaming right now what the answer is while oh, they're listening. Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, I cannot hear you. That would be time shifted yelling. Oh, it's this, you dumbass. <laughs> Probably talked about it a bunch. Uh, 
And I can't think Were of we recording when that episode, when that card came out? Hmm. Ooh. Ooh. But I'm sure we talked about it in our color reviews. We probably have, and I think it... I guess that's another hint. I think it was before we started recording the third power. I'm going to double check. Well, we started recording in the modern era, yeah. though, so that's Well, we that recorded during Scar. Our first episode was before Scars came out. Because we were talking about Sword of Body and Mind. So right. it was before it came out before Scars of Mirrodin. I believe. I'm just going to double check. I'm going to feel awfully stupid if that wasn't the case, but let's find out. We'll find out together. Ah. So rack of my brain. Let's see when they come out. Okay. Color shifted. Come on, slow the... computer. There we go. So the new one is white. Yeah. But the old one is not yeah. white. And they both cost two mana? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I'm just gonna dust my timeline. Ah, uh, same year too. That's another another, <laughs> another intentional hint, I guess. All right, Google. Go on that. Oh, 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 oh! It's a uh, uh, wall of box. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That, that, that was it. <laughs> Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was. That was I was a hard like, one. Oh man. Because I'm thinking creatures like an O four like didn't even register I as mean, a creature. It, it kind of isn't a creature, but, <laughs> but yeah. Right. Exactly. That's why it was so hard. I'm like, what the hell was printed as a white yeah. card and a. Yeah. Man. Yeah, when you think two drops, you think like White Knight or something. And I was like, you're on the right path, right, but. Exactly. Jeez. Oh, man. Yeah. Oh, that was tough. Okay. Phew, man, we're jacking. So we got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, okay. nine. So I'm going to do a count again Ooh. just because I added some, several more. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen. So eighteen. Oh, my God. There's so many. Oh, this is way more. Yeah. I don't know if we have enough time uh, to do. No, I don't think I don't know if I can get. I, I don't know how many more I can I can get. That one kind of exhausted me. Okay, so I'll tough. just name the rest. So uh, yes, braids, deranged hermit, jackal pup. Oh, yeah, deranged hermit. Finned horn elves. Yeah. Oh I know. God! It's like. <laughs> yeah, Raphalos, mother of runes, wall of blossoms, imperial recruiter. Man of War, Flame oh, Tokavu, okay. Yavimaya Elder, Baleful, Baleful Strix, oh, yeah. Recruiter of the Guard, True Name Nemesis, Flesh Carver, oh, I typed FTK again, Ophiomancer and Edric. I was going to say Ophiomancer, yeah, of course. That's, that's yeah. what I should So have that's done. like 17, I think. Unless I'm missing uh, some. I, I had gone... Not, that's not a lot considering how many creatures you probably yeah, have. There's a, there's a lot. <laughs> Yeah, but I was just like, wow, that's, like, other ones that have been reprinted, like Grim Lavamancer has been printed, like, uh, uh, 
Birds of Paradise is one that's been printed. Like, you know, can you imagine, like, Pia Noir if it came out in, like, I don't know, 1999 or something? It's like, what? That would have been... That would have been... Because I remember, like, talking with, um, you know, like, you know, the, the other ones, like, you know, Goblin Welder, uh, Triskelion, mm-hmm. Waterfront Bouncer, or some other ones, but even still, like, counting those, there's not... Triskelions are also not... Triskelion was reprinted. Yeah, it was printed in Mirrodin. Uh, that's true, yeah. Yeah, oh yeah, because the Mephidros combo. Right. Correct. We... Yeah, but there's not many. I was just like, Wow. Yeah, because modern creatures are <laughs> they're pretty good. And a lot of the old ones are pretty much like, you know, Finhorn Elves is a land war elves, like whatever. And, you know, a lot of them are essentially like pretty much mistakes. Like, you know, I think Braids was pretty stupid. <laughs> and like a lot of the commander cards are kind of like unexpected successes. You know, like, I think some of them were, you know, pointed. Like, Recruiter of the Guard was pretty much created for, you know, death and taxes and whatever. You know, Edric mm-hmm. and, like, uh, I don't run Leovold, but that's one that was pointed directly for tiny leaders and became, like, a legacy all-star. But, like, Mom, pretty like, Mistake, Rafalos, Mistake, Manowar, arguably Mistake, Flame Tonkavu, definitely a Mistake, Her Deranged Hermit, like, guess that's a mistake. Like, it feels like Hornet Queen is kind of the the modern predecessor or whatever successor to it. Fixed version. Yeah. But yeah, it's um really interesting. But yeah, most of the other creatures, like, you know, Goblin Rabblemaster, Rishkar, you know, I'm just leafing through Torrential Gear Hulk, you know, just a lot of modern creatures. But it's really interesting. I thought that was a... I thought that was an interesting thing. Yeah. So new set. What do you think of what? Are, what have your experiences been with the new set, like in general? Like aside from the limited format, I mean, which, we, <laughs> which we talked about. I, I mean, I, I've got I've gotten to play. Uh, you know, I haven't gotten to play much in cube, but I've gotten to play with the cards like outside of cube. Um, I the exert mechanic in general makes me want to go back and add uh, always yeah. watching mm-hmm. to my cube. Yeah. Because like I kind of like anthems as it is, um, but I you know never bother getting that one. But the uh, some of the new creatures are good enough on their own, like just having exert. But like having like always watching, like I've been playing the red white humans deck summon, like the the the, the combination of glory uh, bound initiate into it's always watching, always yeah. watching, is just like absurd. Yeah. And like Glory Bound Initiates, one I'm planning on like playing anyway because I just mm-hmm. like the card. Uh, but so so it's it sparked me to now I need to go back and try to find a, a foil always watching to try to get that for there. So I do like that mechanic quite a bit. Um, not a big fan of uh, you know all the trials and cartouches and stuff like that. Just as much as fun as they are to play in limited, just like don't don't play well in in especially the cartouches don't play very well in this for yeah. cube. Because of the the one of only nature of it, like the whole point is to you know the the trials are really good when you get multiple cartouches, mm-hmm. you get to pick them up and use them again and pick them up and yeah. use them again. It um, is interesting. Like I, I, this, I think I might. There's some of the cartouches that I'm playing gonna play in Pauper Cube, and it's interesting. There's like there's yeah, like here's that. another hammer hand, and it's like oh, okay. When I, immediately when I saw the red cartouche, it's like okay, 
here's uh, another hammer hand. Right, right Cartouche gives a lot of abilities yeah, to one that. I was like, I remember when I first saw Hammerhand, I was like, what? 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 And comparing that to, like, Inferno Fist, which, you know, cost twice as much, but didn't, felt like it didn't do nearly enough. It was really interesting, mm-hmm. but I was like, huh. But yeah, it, it feels like stuff like that is really linear and doesn't really translate well to Cube. So, the, so unfortunately, you know, big thing there is is not great. I, I'm not a huge fan of a lot of the aftermath cards. There's a couple of them that are playable, but all of them have to be like stand, like fair and standard. So I, I feel like there's they they kind of pale in comparison. Uh, even though you get a couple that do things that aren't typically seen, you know, uh, they you know whenever I I see one, it's always like eh. Yeah. yeah, like I wish, I wish this was you know I I want to play cards like this, but I can't justify yeah. putting them in. There was one that quite there's a, there's a lot of that there was that one that really on. surprised me, and I guess I should do a plug for for the article I did on it because I think when I submitted it, it was it was two parts, and I think no exaggeration, it was like ten thousand five hundred words for the entire both pieces together. Yeah, it was huge. It took forever to write, but I you know I thought it was you know. Reception seems to have gone well, and, you know, I thought it was good. But, yeah, it took forever to write. And whenever I see people who are like, you know, I think it was before the set came out, they were like, this card doesn't really have anything for cube, where everything's just, like, over-costed garbage. I just kind of, like, shook my head and was like, no. <laughs> this is... <laughs> I was just like, this is not necessarily true. But, yeah, I don't know. I thought it was... There's definitely a lot of stuff here. Those are my those are my like overall thoughts going into this conversation. Yeah. Okay. Not a big fan of the multicolor. Uh, yeah, multicolor. Uh, the multicolor aftermath yeah. cards, just like, like here's eh, a blue black card. There's there's one that I like. I mean, there is one that I legitimately yeah. like, but I still don't know if I'd play it or yeah, not. Yeah, there's one. So. The, the one that I do like, it's like I'm nowhere near enough room for it. It's just like man. Right. But it seems like such a right. cool mechanic, and I hope it does come out in, like, there's more of it in, in uh, what's that, Hour of Devastation. Hour, yeah. A... So, yeah, the other thing I was surprised on is how long it took for people to remember that Lane and Scimitar was good. Yeah, like, I thought, I was like, what? Did you forget? Like, this this card's Lane, and, like, every time I draft it, I'm like, I see, I'm like, this card's Lane mm-hmm. and Scimitar, and this card's really good, and why are these all still in the pack? Which is, it makes sense why the Slitherblade deck yeah. works. Because people pass a bunch of freaking honed kopeches, mm-hmm. like just like this card's great. I played with this card the first time around; yeah. it was great. And there's like that's the only equipment in the set, right? Like that's yeah, that's it. Like, yeah, I remember when I saw it previewed. I was, you know, it was one of those eleventh hour spoils that they're showing at the last minute. It was like, here's a bunch of commons, and it's a bunch of junk that I didn't. Care. Right, the, the yeah, common dump. Yeah, common uncommon dump. And I was like, hey, wait a minute, isn't this? Leon and Scimitar, like, I thought they were supposed to be, like, making equipment, like, terrible now, and here's here's one that's the same as one that was good. Yeah, solid. And you can, I mean, that goes right into Pop-Up yeah. Cube, right? Isn't Leon and Scimitar? Yeah, I, I have a foil. I think I got a foil. You know, it was one of my pre-orders. Yep, yep. Uh, I just was shuffling through. It looks really nice in foil. It's just like, oh, empty. Yeah. Yeah. Card sweet. All right, so let's talk about yeah, my cards. Let's do that. So, I don't know how much this goes for, but I would assume it has the angel tax that seems to 
plague. <laughs> it's like there's the angel tax and the dragon tax. So there's angel of sanctions. Yeah, as far as as far as yeah, like goes. money. Yeah, I almost. Yeah, I remember when this was previewed, it was like, this is interesting. It's like, I don't know. So I guess let's talk about it. Angel of Sanctions. Do you want to read the card? So, yeah, Angel of Sanctions is a 3-4 flyer for 3 white-white. Uh, and when it comes, basically comes into play, enters the battlefield, you may exile target non-land permanent, you know, for as long as you can, as long as it's on the yeah. battlefield. So it's a Oblivion Yeah, ring. O-Ring, Banishing Light... Right, O-ring, banishing light, whatever it might be. The 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 order, of, you know, banishing light. I guess technically because they fixed yeah. the templating. Um, so it's a three-four flyer banishing light, but it also has embalm for six, for five and a mm-hmm. white. So you get to you know you get to buy it back. Like literally, they kill it. You get to buy it back the next turn if you have a yeah. drop. If you play it on five. Well, yeah, like I like yeah. this card. I mean, I don't know if it's going to fit in my cube. But I, I certainly like the card, and I will be, you know, picking up a full one when I get a I've chance. I've been relatively happy with it so far. Like, I don't know, it's not, like, super broken or anything. And I guess, in theory, it's not bad as, like, a curve topper for an aggressive deck, just to get something out of the way. But I'm not entirely sure. But I've liked it, though. It's been nice. It's also nice that, like, you know, say they kill it, like, you can just... Bring it back again next Get it back. Like, uh, yeah, it's a lot of it's a lot of value for mm-hmm. one card. Yeah, I've uh, I've been I a fan it, of it so far. It gets a it gets a thumbs up or I say thumbs up. Yes, thumbs up. up. <laughs> so since you had it in your cube earlier, what do you think so far about cast? I really like it. Like I remember, you know, it's definitely one of those kind of you know tropes in analysis where it's just like you know oh it just costs one more. Which is hard, you know, tends to get understated of how useful it is. But it's like it having flash and cycling is just really nice. Like I remember um, there was a design, you know, when uh, I think it was a design article that came out like in 2006 that like Rosewater did talking about how Expunge was like a design failure. Which for those playing along, it's dark. It's like terror, where you you know two in a black. Cycling to and destroy target non-black, probably non-artifact creature too. If it's supposed to just be, expun- if it's supposed to be just terror cost. Yeah, it's non. Yeah, it's not. It's non-black. Okay. Non-artifact. So yeah, it's essentially plus one terror. And like Rosewater talked about how it was a design failure because like why would you want to cycle this card? And I mean, it, I think those the design the, the Argument, yeah, it was like, why would you cycle this card? Because it's pretty much always good. It, it's at least more so in limited. It was like, you know, there's always mm-hmm. a target. But even then, I found that there's definitely a lot of times when you just want to cycle it. Like, you know, say your opponent's trying to kill you with a burn spell. That cast out's not going to do anything <laughs> unless it's like a. Or if they go, or if they're going wide and you have answers to going yeah, wide. Yeah, like and I need a wrath. Or if you need mm-hmm. the fourth land. Yeah, right. It's, it's really. And having Flash, too, I found really was useful, you know, like, sometimes it was a problem with O-Rings was, like, say your opponent casts a Planeswalker, let's say Jace, because Jace is cool, and then you respond, you know, then they do whatever, let's say they brainstorm, because that's what people like to do, and you O-Ring it, like, you're not only, they're getting a turn out of it, like, they're still getting a use out of it, which isn't amazing, but, you know, they're getting a use out of it. And you pretty much spend a good chunk of your turn to do that. 
whereas cast out, you know, just like you cast at EOT, it's like, okay, I'll just do this, or, you know, other nifty things where just like it, you know, gets an enchant, like gets a, an equipment mid combat or something. It's like, okay, I'll cast out your sword, you know, nice, nice 2 2, run into my 4 4. <laughs> Right, exactly. Like surprise, your yeah. sword went like, away. There's a lot of of uh, of play to it. I haven't played. F- well, and I like too that the casting. So something, for example, like if you want to compare it, and not that we're comparing it, but there's something like expunge, where the. Oh, hello. Oh, Sorry, I had gotcha. to um, uh, Where the casting cost and the cycle cost are close to each other, mm-hmm. two and three. This is one and four. So you know when you're close to having this card be useful or not, but it's a very low cycling cost to yeah. get rid of it as opposed to like it being so close together. So uh, I certainly think it's interesting. I do I, I do like the thought of it, um, and I do like that it has flash. Like, I think that's a lot. I think packing one mana onto the cost gives you a lot for the one mana between the flash and the ability to cycle. Yeah. So. Like, I haven't run... Fa- I, I, think, I think I cut face fetters some time ago. And then, yeah, I mean, it's a fine card. And it's one of those things I plan on doing an article about on, like, making cube changes and whatever. And it's, knowing my current pace of writing articles, it'll come out, like, next year or something. <laughs> Cause, I don't know. It just seems when I write articles nowadays, they just take forever. Of course, you know, I'm a lot busier than I used to be. <laughs> I'm also not writing on a regular basis. But um, I ended up playing, like, I ended up just liking Quarantine Field more. And then, like... I feel like if I was still playing Faith Fighters, I would probably still like this more. But like Faith Fighters definitely is not a bad card. But I def- if I you know gun to my head, I'd probably play Cast Out over it. But I mean, it's still still it's still solid. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I was quite surprised. It felt like overall reception for Cast Out was pretty pretty lukewarm. And I was like, this card seems really good. Like Flash, it- Flash is so such an underrated mechanic. You know, just like. Again, probably personal bias or liking flash creatures and whatever. Yeah, imagine if they made a flash living. Oh wow, that would just be. It would probably be like five mana for like a one two or something, and I'd and I'd convince myself that it's good. But it'd be like your favorite card in the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I wish it was a good um, Mer Grifter's Blade from Ravnica. Like a three mana, flash, equipped creature gets plus one plus one. And you pay one mana to equip it, and then it auto-equips when you cast it, or when it comes into play. Like, I wish there was something that good with that, you know, set of, you know, a flash and equipment, but it, it seems like, I think Soddard wrote an article about how they're kind of nerfing the equipment, and they're not make, they're making mm-hmm. it kind of nerfed. Although, it, it seemed like in that article it was in the context of we're replacing it with, with uh, vehicles, and that may have been the art. Right. I think that may have been the article where they previewed uh, Smuggler's Copter. I think, and they're like, "This card seems like it should be good." <laughs> and then it turns out, yeah, Smuggler's Copter was really good. Who 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 yep, thunk it? Sure was. But yeah, cast out. I, I've been liking it. It's been it's been solid. Nice solid card. How about Gideon of the Trials? So this is three man yeah. Gideon. Who starts at uh, three loyalty, uh, plus one until your next turn, prevent all damage, target permanent would deal. Uh, until end of turn, it becomes a 4 4. His usual becomes a creature and, you know, prevent all damage mm-hmm. or whatever. Uh, 
And then, um, lastly, you get an emblem with, for zero, as long as you control a Gideon Planeswalker, you can't lose and your opponents can't win. Yeah, the old uh, platinum, platinum emblem. Right. So, so when I played it, like, it, it, it mainly reminded me of, like, Maze of If, almost. Where you're just like, mm-hmm. it, it's really, it's really good against one threat, but when they're more than one threat, it, it kind of plays like Maze of If almost, where you kind of get their biggest dude, like fog it and whatever, and then, which mm-hmm. makes it a little awkward, and I don't think I really saw the emblem ever be useful, ever. Like, it was just, <laughs> some of the times it was just activated as a joke, but. Right, well, and I don't think that the... I don't think Cube lends itself to the emblem being particularly good. Yeah. It's like, here, unless you draft, like, the Gideon deck or something, it's like, here's... Yeah, Even like, then, good luck. Like, how many is that? Like, four? You have what? Four? Yeah. Well, you get, you get flip yeah, Gideon, Kithian, three drop four Gideon, mana, four drop Gideon, five, five mana Yeah, because Champion of Justice is just hot garbage. <laughs> yeah. Garbage. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I just kind of like it as, I mean, a, a recurring dude is always fine. Yeah, well, it's just like, like it's a... But I, I, could see where, I could see it being, it, it certainly feels weaker to me than Ally of yeah, Manitar. Yeah, well, Ally is... And, maybe, and that's intentional, right, because it's three mana and not yeah. four mana. So it should yeah. be weaker. However, I just think the other one, I, I don't know. Ally is I, I, dumb. I'm unconvinced that this one... Is because it doesn't feel. It feels like if you're activating the first ability, you can't activate. Like, well, this sounds stupid to say, but so I guess what the the point is is that when you want it, it it's very rare to get use out of the first and second ability at the yeah. same time. Not that you would be using it on the same turn, but you know, other planeswalkers, it's like, yeah, sometimes I want to do this, sometimes I want to mm-hmm. do this. Like my Tamio, sometimes I want to tap their guys, and sometimes I want to just like draw mm-hmm. some cards. Or sometimes I want to you know, brainstorm. Or sometimes I want to draw. Sometimes I want to draw. Right. Sometimes I want to bounce. Sometimes I want to draw cards. This one doesn't feel like you want both abilities because if it's you can't attack with it if there's a threat that's big enough looming yeah. to kill it. But if there's a threat that's big enough looming to kill it, then you can't attack. Yeah. Then with you just it. have to fog it. It's like well, and that definitely can't came up too. It's just like here's a five five, and it's like a fog, fog that dude. Sure. Right, and then it just becomes right. It becomes like Planeswalker Maze of It that you just get to keep doing it forever until you're brave enough to yeah. attack with it. Except for that they're not attacking with their big thing either, so your 4-4 is not getting through that yeah, either. It, it felt like, so like most of the time it felt like when it attacked, it was like when the board was clear, or like, say they, you know, the board was, I don't know if they clear, but at least stabilized to where they didn't have a big... Th- so is this more of a control deck? Yeah, it was more just like a Maze of It kind of thing. Or just, like, it also was a split, like, a randomly a 4-4 dude. Right, like, you know, like, fog something until coast is clear, or, like, post sweeper, then you can get a couple licks in and then go back to fogging. Maybe it's just a control card. Maybe it's, maybe because it's three mana, we're looking, you know, by we, I mean, me and, and probably... You know, a lot of us, when we first saw this card, maybe we're, you know, we want to play this like, oh, I want to play this as an, an, as an aggressive card, right? Man, this is a 3-3. Three, three. It's a three-mana Planeswalker. comes out early, turns into a creature. But it's like, seems like it might actually be more of a control card than, than mm-hmm. anything. Yeah, and that's that's pretty much what I ended up thinking. You know, it was like, you know, essentially a dude. Like, 
or at least a maze of it kind of thing where and unfortunately like the other ones it can't there's no um like end game for it like right you're, you're not build that's what i'm saying like you're not building up towards yeah anything. it's just like i'll fog your dude and then just go up but there's no real and it's essentially just keeping it alive which, depending on the board state, helped. Like, say they have a 6-6 six, six and a 2-2, two, two, like a worm coil or something and a 2-2, two, two, and they're attacking Gideon down, like it helped with that. But that was my impression. Like, I think when I played in the aggressive decks, it was okay. Like, it was essentially just a 4-4 four, four with some things. And, like, it could also, which I thought was an interesting thing, is you can also use the plus one to make... Like, if you're attacking with a bunch of dudes, and they have, like, some big idiot, it can make that attack better, but it was still a little bit awkward, because, like, I wish I was just attacking with this dude, but instead, it's fogging something for... But then again, I could see it being very good against something, uh... Like, maybe it's a card, like, who knows, maybe it's a card that's really good against, like, Sulfuric Vortex... As far as I know, that doesn't work because it's like until your next turn. Oh, damage can't be prevented. Yeah, that's right. Isn't doesn't does not say damage can't I be think, prevented. I think it just Sorry, has life bad. loss, but it's like until your next turn, and like vortex triggers on your turn when it hits you. Yeah, oh, that's right. Is, God, so you're preventing from yeah. your opponent. No. <laughs> I, I don't know, but I'm just trying to think of like corner cases of like when can this card be I good? I think it essentially like, was as like a essentially a maze of if, where it's just like. Protects your. Or I like that you can. I like that you can get their vehicles with it preemptively before they become vehicles. Oh yeah. Because a lot of other things you have to wait until it's a creature yeah. to do something to it. Where this one just says permanent, so you're just like, yeah, this copter is not doing. This copter is not doing damage. Or this heart's not yeah. doing damage. Huh. I guess I'm assuming that was intentional design, but that's cool. Yeah, nice. I don't know. That's yeah. That's All right. How about, so Glory Bound Initiative, we mentioned this one earlier. I do like this one a lot. This is the 3-1 for one mm-hmm. white, one and a white. Uh, and when you attack, you can exert it, and if you do, it becomes a 4-4 life blinker. Until yeah, and then it gets tired. It's got to take a nap. Hey, yeah. hard work. It's... Unless you have coffee enchantment. <laughs> yeah, that's always always watching. Always watching. It's like some kind of Folgers advertising slogan. Makes me think of that, like... <laughs> The best part of waking up is always watching the oh, kids. There you go. I don't know. <laughs> always attacking for four. Yeah, I, I like this. I like yeah, the card. I'm sorry. Yeah, I, I like the card. I, I don't even know how much there there is to say other than it's pretty awesome. There's plenty of other three ones that I think it's if you're looking for the quote unquote easy slash lazy swap, or if you're just looking for an upgrade, like I think I like it better than the Battle Cry three one. Yeah, I was about to say I'm pretty sure it's better than all of the. The three ones that I can think of, but I can't really think of many aside from yeah, quarter paladin. So like I think it's better than yeah. that guy. So yeah, I'm in. I, I like I like the exert mechanic so much. I almost wanted to play Gustwalker. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm, and that's you know that's not on our slate to talk about, but that's how much I like it, and that's how much I kind of like the fact that it gives evasion is yeah. is big game. But. But this one's yeah. just absurd because it's just like nothing in the way. Okay, yeah. attack with three one. Something in the way. How about yeah. a four? And it definitely helps to attack through like walls and, and whatever. Whatever. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Attacks wall of moment mm-hmm. slash. Oh, Ether geode miner. Yeah. I mean it was okay. Like whatever. 
Yeah, that's another one. That's Blade of Six yeah. Pride that can't be blocked. Yeah. Blade of Six Pride. Blade of yeah, Six Pride yeah. that can't be blocked by artifact creatures, which I didn't even remember from Aether Revolt. Oh, Daring Skyjack. Um, yeah, this is pretty much better, I would assume. Yep, yep, it's better yeah. than all those. Mardu. Uh, it's a yeah, somebody, a Spirit of Labyrinth. I don't know. I never played that card. It just seems so like sideboardy. It's just yep. like well. I don't know. It just seemed kind of one of those like weird hoser cards. It's like if you if your cube can't handle control decks or something, it's like well mm-hmm. we need this uh, this dude. But I don't know. Shrug. Yeah, I like him. Yeah, like Oketra. Oketra. Oh, yeah. The <laughs> Cat God. Why does that to be so bad? Oketra card is virtually. Virtually unbeatable in sealed deck. Let me oh, yeah, that. for sure. Yeah. Cards I'm trying to was Heliod in Theros? Heliod was not easy yeah. either. Yeah, and that made two ones, I think, right? Yes, but I think... I'm trying to remember the exact cost of I thought it was the same. Like three and a white? Free Heliod? Uh, no, the other one was two white. Oh, white. okay. This is three and a white, so it's actually easier to oh, make okay. guys. Because you don't need double white for ah. each guy. Okay. And it's also much easier to have three other creatures than it is to have white cushion. Yeah. Because the tokens help towards making it so yeah. you can attack. Which is nice, but it's just... I don't even... Yeah, it's a white or I, mean, I don't even board. know if the payoff is really that great. Like... No, three six double strike isn't the most impressive. Yeah, it's indestructible, which is cool. But... Yeah, great. But you know, remember you're dealing with a format that has lots of ways to deal with indestructibles, and by lots of ways, I mean way more than most yeah. other formats. I was just like, I don't even. Yeah, it just really doesn't seem worth it. Like I think I looked at it when I was like, man, why can't they make the cat god good? The answer was no. Yeah. They made it terrible. Yeah. Yeah, it's not, it's not terrible. It's yeah. not good enough. Uh, Regal Carousel, Carousel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the the cat cat god. See when I th- when I saw the card, it was make. Do you remember a uh, cap Captain of the Watch? Sure. That's what Captain makes me think of this rather than Cloud Goat Ranger. Captain yeah, yeah, Watch? I made that pun actually in the article. Yeah, Captain Captain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what this makes. I mean, granted, there's not really many cats in Cube versus. I mean, yeah, there's, there's like I'm trying to think like Step Links, Bremaz, Bremaz, t- yeah, Bremaz and all his and all his yeah. bros. Because he comes yeah, with bros. I think that's it. I think I'm like looking through my cube just to be sure. But oh, Mutavault. If you uh, land an Arbiter, if yeah. you run that oh, one, uh, uh, Savannah Lions, I believe oh, is yes. a cat. Mutavault. Um, Wild Nakato? Yeah, that is a... Is that a cat that's cat. Too? So, uh, let me think. Uh, what else are cats? Cats, 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 cats. Um, a Johnny ever become a creature? Mm-hmm. No. Um, let me think. So, it would be green would be the other cat color. I don't think there are any red cats. <gasps> the String Fire no, Cat. Oh, yeah. It's an elemental all. cat, I'm pretty sure. Oh, sick. Yeah. There we go. Uh, 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 let me think. 
green creature cast. Uh, I am. Mm. Uh, I, I'm still, try, I'm still trying to find some. Yeah, I, yeah, I, nope. I don't, I can't, think of I can't find any. Like, there's a bunch of like good landing cards that do other things, but like they're not cube cards. They're just like good cat cards. Like it's a great card for like. Yeah, and I just. Because there's plenty of cards to play in Cat yeah. Valley I think that's one of the things... Like, crap like, like, crap like Lane and Arbiter and ruin everybody oh, today. Oh, Le- Leon and Relic Warder. That's a cat. Cat Cleric. Yeah, I, I said that oh, earlier. Whoops. I guess I hit it like that. <laughs> Maybe I was thinking of another Leonin card. I don't know. There's, there's... Shikari? Oh, yeah, Leonin Shikari. Equip your stuff with instance speed. That's a card I wish was, like, good. <laughs> Laying in a bonus? Oh. So all your artifacts can't be yeah, targeted? Tooth and nail. <laughs> do the nail for that. Yeah. A bonus angel. What's up? I was in my game yeah. for a while. What would you... What's, what's a big artifact creature? Yeah. Man. Yeah. Find him, angel. I cannot find... Can't lose. Man. Can't these other cards make cats? Like, White Sun Zenith is just way too expensive. It costs, like... Wait, it makes cats... Oh! Those are, one of the Johnnies makes cat tokens. Oh, right. But that, that's for it's like ultimate. <laughs> I'm gonna go ultimate. By the way, here isn't more cats. So a lot cats. of cats. What they? So many cats. Aww. Maybe we'll yeah. get more cats. This card, I think, is I think this card's what okay. Cards? Like it's just, it's just yeah, value. It's it is really vulnerable to to it dying. At least it's a yeah. three. I mean, I'm pretty sure I like Cloud Goat. The fact that like it gives other cats lifelink, if that there was an actual cat yeah. thing, then it's big game. Yeah. What? Like, if you have other cats and cat tokens, giving everything plus one plus one lifelink is yeah. Woo. Oh, fell at our guardian. Woo. Keep an, keep an eye out for you. <laughs> keep an eye out in the future, man, for for the the cat plan. More good cats. Thanks. Yeah, I guess if people are playing fell at our guardian, but shrug. I'm, I'm not. Sure. <laughs> that card just doesn't seem worth the four mana. I don't know. This card's okay. It's just... It, it feels like there's a good amount of white fives, like... But it uh-huh. just feels like this doesn't really compete super well. I'm not going to say, like, mm-hmm. play it in a however many card cube, because... I don't know. I just not. I just sure. don't really do that kind of thing, but... I don't know. It's fine. So, I would like to know how good Vizier of Remedies is. Because Vizier of Remedies has single-handedly changed modern. Oh, which is that one? Is that like the... That's the one that if if, if a creature... It's a 2-1 for 2. Uh, if one or more Neg-1, Neg-1 counters we put in a creature, it's that many Neg-1, Neg-1. Minus 1. Minus 1. I mean, instead. how many... So that means Kitchen Finks comes back an unlimited yeah. amount of times. That means uh, uh, Murderous Red Cat comes back in unlimited I mean, number of times. essentially Malera? It's in... Infinite mana with devoted druid. Right. I mean, it's pretty much Malira, right? So, so it, yeah, it is another. It is a uh, in another Malira clone, but has replaced Malira. Yeah. Uh, in all those, in pretty much all those decks, um, 
I think the problem with Malira is that you can't choose to put a neg one neg one counter on it, so you can't untap your guy. You cannot untap your devoted druid. Hmm. Because it says creatures you control can't have neg one neg one counters placed on them, and I believe devoted druid says it's as a cost. Part of the cost is put a neg one neg one counter. Oh, okay, gotcha. So since you can't do it, it locks like, you Like, uh, Platinum Empyrean doesn't let you use fetches. Because you can't be Right, because you can't pay life. Huh. Yeah, I, I mean, I, so, I'm still... There's now infinite mana combos in, in Modern in the, uh, in the company, in the collective company ah, deck. Okay. Yeah, I, I still don't see it really doing anything in Cube. <laughs> like... I'm trying to think of... So, I don't know how many other cards that have, neg- you know, minus one, minus one counters at this point. But I'm saying that's a big theme in this set and likely mm-hmm. next set. And it's stats by itself are not are not embarrassing. I mean, it's a Goblin Piker, but it does have the human subtype. So, I could see it being something that maybe in the future winds up being I mean, something. I'm trying to think of how but... many creatures you'd want for that. I, you know... Like, how many minus one, minus one counter cards would you want in a deck to play this thing? I mean, it depends. If you're just an aggressive deck, then, like, probably wouldn't take much. How many? Like, how many cards would you need, like... I don't know, like, if two two of them are infinite combos, two is probably enough, right? I guess. (laughs) I mean... It's like, here, I have this two-card infinite mana combo, and they're both two mana creatures. That still just, seemed, that like, still just seems really mediocre. Like, <laughs> I don't know. That just that still just seems like... Look, I'm not no. adding this card. I'm just telling you that this is a card that you need to keep an eye on, because this is going to interact in lots of ways, either with older cards as people figure out interactions... Or with newer cards as they're being printed, because counters are a very popular mm-hmm. thing. So, you know, I, I don't know. Do people still play uh, Contagion Clasp and Contagion Engine and stuff like that? It's very good against those. Uh, I mean, I, I don't know if it's really. Co- I mean, like modern cubes. Like, I, I don't know. I'm asking. I, I don't play. I don't get to play enough modern I, cube to know. Uh, if this to be is. blunt, I have never played a modern cube. Well, there you go. So I'm just saying, I, I think, unfortunately, the, the ship has sailed on getting, like, cheap copies of Foil 1s and oh, yeah. for free, because it's such a big yeah. hit modern, but I just think it's a card you should keep an eye on. That's all I'm saying. I think it's sneaky good if there's enough ways to interact yeah. with it. That's all. That works. Alright, talk about a zombie uh... movie. What what is it like? Oh, oh that one. I haven't Empire seen movie. it actually. I haven't seen that movie. Yeah, I know. What? I'm, I have not seen From Dust Till Dawn. That's the title, right? <laughs> Correct. I was gonna say at least got the title right. Yeah, yes. I I have not seen that movie. All right. So From Dust Till Dawn is uh, four mana, two white white, destroy all creatures with power three or greater. And then Aftermath is three white-white. Return all creatures with power two or less from your graveyard to your hand. I'm not interested in this. So I remember, like, 
because, you know, it was spoiled, like, super early, like, in Portuguese or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this card could be interesting. Like, it's it's a, you know, it operates on a weird, match, you know, on a weird axis that, you know, it's essentially an aggro wrath, but, like, there never really was a deck that wanted to play it. Right. Also, aggro cards in cube now, like... You play three power, two drops. Yeah. Or you just... <laughs> we just talked about one earlier. Yeah. So, like, this can't be the aggro ref, right? Like, I guess if you're the wall deck, <laughs> great. Hey, I got a bunch of 04s and 08s. Yeah, I mean, I guess it... Destroy all your crap that can possibly And I guess it lets your, like, value dudes live, like your 2-2s. But, yeah, there was, like, no deck that wanted to play this. And, like, you could return yeah. some dudes... All right. Sure. Yeah, not super. Interesting. Yeah, I was just really, you know, I was just like, this card is not. It wasn't really doing anything, so I was just, you know, end up just rather unceremoniously cutting it. I was just like, this does nothing. Now, an interesting card, uh, as for yeah, actually, it was weird because like, I ended up like you know, being on the cusp of trying it out and, like, texting, um, you know, Matt Kransky, Ray, a Cranny about it, you know, bouncing ideas for him and, you know, asking, because he, he does Cube on Tuesdays like I do. And I asked him, you know, how, how were the cards from uh, the new set, whatever, <laughs> the new set Amonkit, like, how were those cards working out? And he, he listed off a good amount, you know, because he tries stuff pretty aggressively like I do. And he said that As We're Told was really good, and I was just like, I kind of had an inkling of feeling about the card. Like, I was like, this card seems really good, or at least seems good enough to try out. And he said it was just really good. I'm like, huh, tell me more. I'm going to see if I can find mm-hmm. the text chain. I think it was just like, uh, do, 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 do. Uh, not that one. It's a great pod. Great. Oh, that turn, but... Well, why are while you're talking about that. So so what it does, it's three-man enchantment. At the beginning of your upkeep, put a time counter on it. Once each turn, both yours and your opponent's, you may pay zero rather than pay the mana cost for a spell you cast with a converted mana cost X or less, where X is the number of time counters on as foretold. Yeah. It's the for less part that makes this card... I was about to say... Because if it were just like Aether Vial for spells, not super interesting. But the fact that as the game progresses, you can cast a increasingly powerful free spells. Yeah. Now that's interesting. Yeah, I have a feeling if if it was just like Aether Vial, where it's just like you go up, it would you know you could you were limited to just that one. So like when oh. I was texting him about it, he said like, okay. So he said, here's how it plays out: turn one, whatever; turn two, whatever. Turn three, as foretold. Turn four, whatever. Turn five, tap out for Tamio. Protect Tamio on my turn and yours. And then, mm-hmm. you know, said it's essentially a lot better than Vile, which makes sense. And they said it just keeps on ramping till you're cheating Sphinxes and cryptic for free. And, you know, even, like, without the best-case scenario, it was really good. So I ended up trying it out, and then, like, there was a deck that somebody drafted. And it wasn't even... I posted about it in the article where it wasn't even, like, something which was built for, you know, 
specifically built for As We're Told, but it was just essentially like a meat and potatoes, like blue-red control deck, splashing white for Johnny Vengeance. And it was just like, here's... And it wasn't even, like, you know, necessarily difficult to do. It was just, you know, essentially play it, don't die, and that's it. Like, you know, essentially... And I think it's like, mm-hmm. you know, there's the temptation to just outsource to the standards. Like, well, it doesn't do anything in standard. And to be blunt, a lot of the instants in standard are terrible. Like, like what are you doing in... Mm-hmm. Well, it's already starting to see play in yeah. modern... There's blue-white control decks that are playing, and I've also seen it in, like, the infinite yeah, turn deck. The, like, the mm-hmm, take all the turn yeah, decks. But, like, the fact that you can, on your own turn, like, ancestral knowledge, like ancestral visions and just draw three, or you can go transmute for, like, restore mm-hmm. balance and wrath the board. There's, like, a, you know, a number of options that are yeah, pretty good. I think it's the thing in standard way. It's like, so, you know, there's a temptation to be like, well, it's not doing anything in standard. It's like, what are you doing... For one mana in standard, like, what do you, Magma Spring? Like, oh boy, like, whoop-de-doo. Like, it's not gonna, <laughs> who cares? Like, you know, a lot of the cheap instances, because I think it's definitely, in Cube, you know, there's however many years of good instances that have been printed, especially in blue, where right. it's like... And especially on the lower end, because, you know, the, the cheaper stuff gets in faster than the expensive yeah. stuff does. And I think especially once you get into, once you get to two mana, essentially you pr- can protect it extremely easily for free. Because, you know, pretty much all the good, like, you know, Counterspell, Reman, Mana Leak, Discalc, you know, all those Counterspells are free. So it's not, you know, essentially you're protecting it once it gets there. And, like, once you get after that, it just becomes, like, absurd. And I guess there's the... There's also, it's like, it costs three mana and it does nothing, but I don't know. Like, it feels like it's a bit of, like, an idealized analysis when people say stuff like that, when it's like, it costs three mana, it does nothing. I mean, so a lot of things do cost three mana and do nothing. Like, you cast a sword on turn three and it's doing nothing. Or, you know, you cast some, you cast a, you know, like a, a Johnny or something on turn three and it does nothing. Like it doesn't. It doesn't really. Con, it's not really like useful analysis. Or if, if it's just like a cost three, it does nothing, and like if they kill it, then it does nothing. It's like okay. Like that's again. That's not really. You know, it dies to removal isn't really useful analysis. But I I ended up being really impressed by it. Like I ended up getting a copy of it. But I think it was before either deck. It was kind of like once the quote unquote hive mind you know was like this card sucks, and I was like okay, well time to pick it up because. It's probably not leaving my cube anytime soon. I think Cranny was saying something like it's probably the best non-creature three drop in blue. And I was like, is it better than Shackles? And I was like, yeah. He said, I want to check. I'm going to check that text chain one more time. But it was like, yeah, or you know, pretty close to it. Yeah, but it was really, really good. And I was pretty impressed with it as well, which is weird because, you know, it's not a card that really sticks out. As like an absurd card, it's like okay, here's, but it does kind of hit the marks of you know, does stuff for free. <laughs> That's pretty good. But I don't know. Overall, I've really liked it. Like I am pretty excited about keeping it in my cube for a while. I'm seeing if I can still find that where he's talked about the best three, or not. By the way, do 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 a lot better than vile. Yeah. Oh, I guess he didn't respond. He said, but with with my limited testing, it's every bit as good as Shackles. And I... Maybe? 
I guess it's another three drop that does nothing when you cast it and you, the opponent doesn't have creatures. But it's very good, I'd say. I mean, obviously power cool. makes it better, like ancestrals and whatever, but it certainly doesn't limit its power. No pun intended. <laughs> so there's my soapbox. That, that's your answer. <laughs> For a deal like as we're told. Yes. All right. I, I have zero experience with it. It just seems neat. I'd, I'd see if you can... I don't know how much they are now. Like, I think I got mine for, like, six bucks store credit. Yeah, regular ones are not very expensive. Foil ones are about yeah. 20. I can't seem surprised about that because 17 to 20. I have a really interesting one that has an upside, upside down and reversed pre-release stamp on it. Wow. Foil huh. one. Yeah. Yeah, it's on the wrong side and it's upside down. What? The stamp. I also have a pull from tomorrow ah. the same way. So it came off the same sheet, apparently. There's one sheet of pre-release promos that all of them came off upside down That's and reversed. so weird. So, yeah, it's pretty crazy. So it's like, do I sell it, which is probably what I should do, or do I play with hmm. it? Because mm-hmm. both of those cards are cards I could see myself yeah, playing with. Yeah, they're both with. solid. Yeah, so it's like, mm, do we want to destroy the value of selling these by opening them up and shuffling with them? Wow. Hmm, don't know, don't know, don't know. Uh, sensor. So, Sensor is the mini mana leak, but it cycles for a blue. So, one in a blue, counter target spell, unless it's controller, pays one, cycling, one blue. I guess it's like a mini miscalc, I guess, right? Blue. Yeah, like- sure. Miscalc cycles for a different yeah. amount too. I like it. Like I've liked it. Like it's pretty, pretty skill intensive, weird card. It's like I, I don't think you necessarily need to play around it in cube. I mean, it you probably do like games two and three if your opponent plays one. Like mm-hmm. once you get owned by a four spike or a or a mana tithe, then you. But it, I think having such a cheap cycling cost really makes it good. I've liked it so far. I don't know if it's like... I wouldn't say it's like some super, like, OMG super stable or anything, but it's very solid. It has a lot of... a lot of flexibility to it. Yep. She's like, I give play mm-hmm. to it. The fact that you can just cycle it away for a blue yeah, is nice. Yeah, uh, you get to turn five or whatever, and your opponent's not casting expensive... or, like, turn eight. And it has no use? Yeah, because turn five and six, it seems like six is you still want to be... Six is still a good place to mm-hmm. be guarded with a, uh, you know, with a force spike yeah. or whatever. Yeah, but turn like eight or nine or whatever, it's like, I'm going to cast upheaval. It's like, <laughs> now I have one less man to play with. Turn less to pay one. Right. It's like, okay. <laughs> now I'm... So you say you're playing with Curator of Mysteries, which is the... 4-4 four, four Flying Sphinx, 4-4, yeah. four, two blue-blue, uh, and whenever you cycle or discard another card, spy yeah. one. And also has cycling. Yeah. One blue, yeah, so blue, like, blue. I never saw the cycling ability or discard thing happen ever, like with the, you know, the scry one or whatever mode. But uh-huh. I, I've liked it so far. Like, general impressions have been pretty solid. I think it, I think it was in, like, a 3-0 deck, like a 3-0 control deck. Where it was essentially like, you know, a cantrip, and you know, mm-hmm. 
gets a late game and then is a 4-4 flyer. And it's interesting because, like, big vanilla creatures aren't really much, like, aren't really a huge thing in cube, especially for blue, but mm-hmm. you'd be surprised, like, how often, how quickly, like, a 4-4 flyer can just close the game out. And it's really unprecedentedly efficient, like, again, being old, like, remember the days of Water Sprout Gin? Water Spout Gin? I think it's Water Spout Gin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, water or like Living yeah. Tsunami, where you had to bounce an island or whatever. But I guess in Zendigar it was more of a, a benefit. But even still, it's just re- pretty efficient for a creature. And then, you know, just just cycle it for a mana. And it's not... Mm-hmm. It's one of those cards that's not like one of those one-mana cyclers that's kind of embarrassing where you really it's like under curve when you cast it because it really isn't really under curve the only real t- drawback i found was like you had to tap like if you tap out to do it but even then sometimes it just puts your opponent in situations like deal with this or you're dead and most of the time you're just doing that on turn whenever when you have counter magic back up anyway but i've liked it it's it's definitely mm-hmm. another one of those really flexible interesting blue cards I don't know. It feels like I'm soapboxing, but but I liked it. Well, that's good. Like I said, I yeah, you know, I I have a tough way of judging, you know, just like four four flyers before. It's just it's not something that they like said. There's not a yeah. whole lot of them, and the fact that this one can be cashed in for something else is ha- having the ability to hit the eject mm-hmm. button for just a single blue. Is really yeah, nice. I never thought of the whole cost disparity thing until you reference that with expunge, where it's like you cycle it for two, but it costs mm-hmm. three. Right. There's also just some like reanimator things you can do, like you can cycle it and then just reanimate it as just like a four four. But sure. I never really saw that happen either. But I guess that's a thing you could do. Right. I mean, or just you know, if you have a, a even if you just have something like a regrowth or something mm-hmm. like that. It's 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 a way to squeeze an extra card, you know. If you're desperate, it's a way to squeeze an extra card out yeah. of things. Yeah, if you yeah, especially, yeah, if you're in the early game and like you just, or even the, like the control matchups where it's just like you won't really want a, you know, one mana cantrip, which isn't like you know nobody's. I'm trying to think of the one mana instant cantrips. Like, wasn't there one from Champions? I know there's like thought scour and and whatnot also. Wasn't there like one man one blue mana? It was one of those in the cycle with like reach your miss or whatever. Oh yeah 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 yep yep. There's one that's just you know that's uh the one of the arcane ones. Yeah. Yep. I'm trying to remember if it was uh, reach your miss is a look at the top one. Peer through there's peer through depths reach through mists and then the one we're trying yeah. to remember. Data cards at info. Reach through miss is Reach the one. Miss. Yeah, it's one mana draw card. Reach through miss is the five. cantrip. Yeah, Reach through miss is the. Yeah. Oh, okay. I think it's What's pure through one? depths. That summons the. Reach yeah. through miss. Sift through sands. That's wow. the third one, right? Yeah. yeah. And then if you go, if you get all three, then you go yes. get the unspeakable. Seven, whatever nine mana six seven. <laughs> Trample flying. Get go get him. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That's a beater. Beater. What a, what a strong force. Beater. But yeah, it's Beater. like, you know, nobody's like, oh man, I'm going to put this in my deck. But I mean, sometimes it's, it's a nice 
mode to have too. I mean, no, again, it's it's an example I keep bringing up on the podcast, but you know, nobody's really excited to play Shock, but you know, people play Firebolt and Burst Lightning because they have flexibility. Right, because you have a little bit of extra, a little bit of extra, little extra juice to them, a little bit yeah. of extra play. All right, how about uh, the next god in the skull, Kefnet the Mindful? Now this one, I remember being so disappointed. <laughs> I like tried it out, and then it was re- it was really disappointing. Mm. Yeah, I, I'm not super excited about this. I could see this being a win condition in like standard and like slow control decks. Yeah, but I, I kind of ugh. thought it was going to be a thing in standard with like with Kefnet and the cycling lands because you could pick up your own land and then just cycle it to get you know essentially two cards out of it. But it's yeah. Yeah, I just remember whenever people would play it, it would never be active because it just costs it costs so much and you know as much as the control decks want to have a full grip or have a lot of cards, it's pretty hard to get to that seven cards. Like they'll have five. Or, you know, how many cards do you have in here? And you have five or six, but seven? And having mana to, like, Treasure Trove, it was just so expensive. I was just like, it was one of those cards I think I tried out based on a recommendation, and then it just, it was, did not live up to really anything. It was just bad. Hmm. So, I do like Pull From Yeah, tomorrow, Pull From Jar is really good. It's just like, hey... Here's this instant speed extra spell, yeah. and yeah, you have to get rid of one yeah, of your pitch, extra cards. Yeah, pitch a land. <laughs> yeah, who cares? Like this, are, this feels some, yeah. feels some great. Yeah. Like, I mean, I still, you know, I mean, granted, you don't get to stroke people with this one, and like, you know, I still play Stroke of Genius before this card came out. Stroke of Genius is mm-hmm. one extra mana, and you don't have to discard a card. But yeah, who cares? Like. I think once we, I think I remember this finding the sweet spot was like I think three was when it started really getting good. Yeah, three, three plus, was right? when it started yeah. getting good. If you cast it for like five, I remember there was there was one game where like someone cast it for like he, he was pretty much dead and pretty much just like pulled for like six and then you know drew a whole bunch of cards, pitched something irrelevant. Played his land for the turn, which was mm-hmm. Tolarian Academy, and then tapped it for Walking Ballista to kill his opponent, who was at one. And his opponent died. But it pretty much being able to draw so many cards was able to get him to that 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 out. You know, but essentially, I think it's cards like this where, you know, I haven't really played Stroke of Genius in Cube for a while, but you know, Sphinx's Revelation is one of the you know the obvious example tent people were thinking of and. You know, essentially you just kind of play one for one. You just like, all right, swords your guy, counter this, and you know, play one for one. You know, I'll wrath your dudes, and just play the control game. Essentially, just one for one for one for one, and then just like EOT, just cast this for a bunch, and that just pulls you so far ahead. Wow, no pun intended on that one, but that was good. Pulls you so far ahead. But yeah, this that was one I, I've really liked. <laughs> it's one of those things where. And it's like one of those things like, what do you cut? I don't know. I, I don't... You can probably figure it out what to cut from your cube, but, you know, it's sometimes like, where it's like, oh, well, do I cut dig for dig through time? It's like, no, because dig through time is, is stupid. <laughs> like, you can figure something else out to cut. But it's good. I, I quite liked it. 
And commit to memory, I don't know, it, it's interesting. Like, it's flexible. It costs four mana. And, like, the time spiral mode is just kind of... Or the time twister mode, I guess I should say, is pretty expensive. As one of those, like... Right, but, like, six mana... I mean, you know, all those cards cost a lot to draw sevens or whatever, yeah. right? Yeah, like, time reversal? Yeah. It was like, people were like, yeah. man, this card's going to be great. And I yeah. was like, it costs... I definitely played Time Twister in my day, and the big thing was that it was somewhat cheap. <laughs> you could untap with it. Right. Right. No, I mean, I've seen, the, I've certainly seen this in play, but like four mana is not yeah. great for the put spell permanent second from the top. Like it's yeah, okay. It, it, I mean, I get it. Like, but I just feel like there's if you're if you're not in like a modern cube type situation where you're restricted on cards, I just feel like there's a lot of other things you can be doing. As much as a, a cop-out as this is, I've liked it so far, but I can't be surprised if it doesn't last, like, another year, or if it gets, if I end up replacing it in, like, a year or a year and a half. I remember thinking that about Chandra the Firebrand. <laughs> I remember thinking, like, I would not be surprised if this lasts, like, just a year, if not less, in Cube, and people were like... Well, and also, too, you're like, yeah, let me try this for a while, like, let me see what it, the way the way it mm-hmm. turns out, you know, yeah. you never know. Yeah, it's it's solid. It's fine. I mean, to be honest, like I I, I think you know the us not mentioning if you like clones, I think Vizier of Many Faces is just fine. Yeah, I just think the other ones are just better, like Body Double. Right, but this one you get to yeah. embalm. So getting some extra value on the back end is is something mm-hmm. else. You know, the fact that if it dies, you get to do it yeah. again, especially if it's you know. It enters as a copy, so you get all the ETB mm-hmm. effects, and including for when you, you know, make it a token. So, oh, I just think there happens. To, I think there's some possible play there. I mean, I'm not running it. I'm not that interested in it. I, you know, I still don't have. I like the Flash clone from the last. Yeah, I was better, about to say I like. But I still. I was about to say I like Stunt Double and and, st- and uh, Sakashima yep. Student more than this thing. Yep, I'm playing Sakashima Student, but not yeah. Stunt Double yet. So. But it's you know it's fine. Yeah. It's a line, but it's Shrug. fine. I like I like having the ability to to do it multiple times. Just same mm-hmm. thing with Angel. Most of the things I I think there was the two mana, whatever embalm creature. You know the two mana two two that we can block an additional thing. Like oh, right, it was right, nice. Right. The one that was the game day. Yeah, uh, like it was nice that you could just do it in the late game. But it was just when it came down to it, it was a two mana two two. And I didn't really feel like playing it in my non-aggro decks. But it was just like... Sure. I guess nice that you can... Like, with cards like Call of the Herd, like, you could play it and then just get value incidentally later. But, I don't know, it just wasn't really efficient. Like, aside from Angel, which did that, which worked on that really well, from, you know, doing something in the late game, let's like turn 8, just like, alright, embalm this. And it was still fine, but just like that and Vizier, it was just like, eh. Yeah, I mean, I, I like clones in the late game, because typically the late game creatures are better than the early mm-hmm. game creatures. Yeah. So, I, I think the value there is slightly better. Like I said, I'm still not playing it, but I can I can see a world in which that's a perfectly reasonable mm-hmm. view card. So, uh, let's go on to black cards. Uh, bone Picker. I got a bone to pick. Uh, there's, a, yep. there's that obvious pun there. 
Yeah, I don't know. Yep. I, I think I, tr- I tried, and I think it was okay. I certainly think anytime you can cast it, one mana three two flyers have been shown historically to be great. I mean, I think there's just one, right? What about like circling vultures? <laughs> As I said, one mana three two flyers have shown. I mean, it's a pretty good success rate of. What about circling vultures? <laughs> I don't even know what. Let's, the hell that let's card go does. to the Google Mobile because that card's terrible. All right, so it's a one black mana for a three two. So, okay, so okay, what's so the drawback? It's, so it's also flying. You you may discard it at any time, as you could cast an instant. Wow, that wording is awkward. At the beginning of your upkeep, sacrifice circling vultures unless you exile the top creature card of your graveyard. It's just like a weatherlight yeah, card or some crap. <laughs> oh yeah, all the stupid awkward wording for yeah. weatherlight. That's the right around. That's one of the times when I stopped playing was yeah. on weatherlight. During your upkeep, yeah, there it is. Remove the top creature card. Or, right, yeah. Mm. I like how you can just discard yeah. it as an instant. Like, wh- Get it out of my hand! Ah, card, so, oh, s- uh-huh. so if you draw the second one, I can yeah. see the first Oh, there's one. Slumbering Dragon. Oh, there's that. One, one red for a 3-3 flyer. Can't block... Or attack unless it has five or more plus one plus one counters on it. Yeah, that, that yeah, but that card that card's fine. That card was card was just fine in that limited format. But yeah, Bone Picker literally mostly worthless as a. I mean, it's not worthless, but four mana three two flyer isn't great. But one mana three two flyer that touches. Boys are us like on a new egg. Yeah. What? Don't that don't make sense. That sounds like a with plus people, don't we? <laughs> It's kind of weird, like these morbid cards. I guess with like this and Bantu, it's it, was, it felt like it was usually harder to get them to happen outside of combat. You know, sometimes you would just dudes mm-hmm. instantly trade, but unless you were really working for it, had like some kind of sacrificed recursion thing going on, it's like, all right, I guess I'll I'm gonna attack with my dudes. All right, I'm not blocking. All right, pass. <laughs> I don't know. I I think this was a card I tried out, and I was just like, okay. Like, I think I asked the person, like, hey, how often did this ever become morbid? And he's like, never. I'm like, yep. Can't can't say I'm surprised. <laughs> that sounds right. Oh God. Oh. What? Oh my God. What, what's that happened? After going down the board game hole, I looked up a game I used to play all the time growing up. It was a board game called Dark Tower. Oh. It had like a little tower that the thing used to spin, and like it was like a little digital readout and everything. Um, I haven't looked at sold ones, but all the listings that are on sale on eBay are all around three hundred dollars wow. each. I can't imagine any of them sell because of six hundred of them, because everybody thinks that's oh, how yeah. much they're I worth. How much like so actually much sold? Or- Right, I need to, to do a uh, soul. Right. Uh, I mean, game. I think it's... $200, $175. Yeah, I had this game and used to play it all the time, and I'm pretty sure my parents just threw it out at some point. That's, thanks. Great. Great. I had it. Wow. all had them. That's cool. I wonder if they get away from... I remember HeroQuest. It was an expensive one. I, I think they have a box for it. There's a bunch of pieces that are missing. 
there's a there's an oh okay I had a I had a board game called Dungeon that was like Dungeons and Dragons like board game where your cards had to fight like the Gelatinous Boon nice anyway yeah Three, three, two flyers. Yeah, I mean, if you morbid. I don't know how often, right, I don't know how often morbid is great. I imagine creatures die fairly often, especially if running black aggressive. Yeah. Deck. I imagine this card's probably pretty good most of the like time. I feel like I'm glad we're getting more good recursive creatures. Dread, dread wander, spo- spoiler. <laughs> I don't know. No, I mean, um, so we're moving I was on just already. spoilering. A little foreshadowing. But yeah, I I feel like I maybe just like one or two of these kind of cards would be, you know, maybe I would play something like this. But I don't know. I think right now it's just a. Well, it sounds like you're off the the whole black aggro thing right now a little bit in general. But like literally, like all the, you know, I, I feel like this is a card that is probably fairly yeah. decent. Um, because there's not I mean not a lot of situations where your creatures aren't dying if you're trying to win the game. And even so, like, if you don't have a better play, like on turn four, like it's still a three power flyer. It's not a great one. That's a uh, what's that guy? Snapping Drake? It's a yeah. death touch snapping drake. That's how Snapping Drake. Yep. From, uh, yeah. Well, I think it was first in Portal, right? Uh, yeah. Who knows? This is. Who knows? That would require having having actually played Portal. Yeah, I think I have I have a box of it somewhere. Of which I, you know, had one box here. Come here. All right. Oh, there you go. There we go. Anyway. Uh. But Dreadwander, on the other hand, yeah, yeah. that's great. Ba- oh, we skipped Bantu. Oh, we yeah. skipped Bantu. Okay. Awesome. Not yeah. great. So yeah. Dreadwander. Oh, oh my. I actually like I actually like Bantu the least out of most of the gods. Uh, I think I like. Kefnet's, Kefnet's close. I think like it feels like they're like the bottom tier, like the Esper ones. And then like the other two are better. Yeah, I think I, I st- well I think blue and black are the worst. I think white is better than blue yeah. or black. Because at least you can generate a board presence with it. Yeah, with the blue one you have to like pray that blue one you have to spend a bunch of mana and hope that, you know, eventually you get the seven cards back yeah. in your hand. This one you have to sacrifice creatures or have creatures die in order for it to do anything, and guess what happens? Eventually you're out of I was about to say yeah, like you get to attack. Like now, unless you have, like, it's really good with, like, Ophiomancer, maybe. Yeah. Because you get to sack a, get to sack your snake every single yeah. turn. And so it's just always, like, game to attack or block. Yeah. You know, but, I wish there was, like, a, a good, like, I wish there was, like, a black Mogwar Marshal. You know, just, like, some cheap dude that, like, creates a token, and it's, like, its rate isn't, like, bad. Like, Mogwar Marshal, like, that would be... That'd be so good, but instead you get junk like Doom Dissenter, and you see all these like cards that are like two mana one ones that like when they die you get a two two. It's like who cares? They're just gonna ignore the one one. <laughs> just like okay, I'll attack or it's like block. It's like what's the payoff? A two two? Who cares? Right. There's your right. Doom Doom Dissenter review, by the way. 
But like again, you know, in limited, there are decks where that card is yeah. really good because you know zombies yeah. matter. So yeah, Dreadwander yeah, is dumb. Like yeah, it, it's I found it wasn't really hard to get Hecbent, which you know shouldn't surprise anybody. If you're playing a deck, did you just call? Did you just call having one card in hand? Yeah, I, bl- I thought that's I thought that's the thing. Like I have never heard that before. Huh. All right, I thought that was. I think that's what even like R and D called it. I'm gonna double check. Oh, I have no idea. I mean, you might be right. I've just never heard it before. Double check here. Heckbent. What? Are they called Rockdos Week? Heckbent? No. Come on. So I guess they do they retcon it? Like Hellbent? No. Yeah. No, they just can't write Hell on the what about, thing. Like, Hellspark Elemental. <laughs> they can't. All right. So five drop Lily. New five drop Lily. So, uh, loyalty 5 for 3 black black, plus 1, put a 2-2 zombie creature token, and then mill yourself for 2, neg 3, uh, reanimate a creature, but it's also a uh, black Ooh. zombie, in addition to everything else, and neg 7, destroy all non-zombies. Yeah. I don't know, I made like an enthusiastic sound about a zombie, like some, <laughs> alright, I'm a zombie. I don't think I've heard that before. Alright, it should be more like... Uh, Imagine if there was like that was like a zombie. We were like, yes, a zombie. What's up? <laughs> I don't say it seems like they kind of natural there. Yeah, I, I mean, I, put, I think it pretty much uh, wraps uh, up the enthusiasm. Wraps up. <laughs> <laughs> I, I about like she like so. As far as I know, like the the, the tiers of of uh, of good black creatures at five mana are the Shriek Maw, which is like at the very top. Then there's like Custody mm-hmm. Lich, I guess. And then there's like nothing. <laughs> there's like Priest of the Blood Rite, which I, I think I tried to convince myself was good, like Shadowborn Demon, which pretty much the same. But a lot of the black five drops are pretty bad. We, let's be completely honest here. This is a good one. I, I like it. Yeah, like I like the the five four demon that draws. Oh yeah, blood gift demon. Yeah. Yeah. It's all right. Yeah. That guy's fine. But I mean, this is also a planeswalker. So yeah, this 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 is very yeah. solid. It's a like lot. This. Like, the reanimation is super great. I remember when I... I think my opponent cast it versus me, and it was like, oh, okay. I think he may have milled a worm coil engine, or there may have been a worm coil engine already in the grave. No, he milled it, because he reanimated next turn. I was like, oh. Right. You're like, oh, great. It's one of those moments, like, I don't know if there's a term for it, but, like, when you see your opponent play a card, and it's just like, oh... Yep, that card's good. Yep, okay. I'm trying to think of when that ha- if there's like another recent card, but that was definitely one where I was like, hmm. Yeah, this is this is good. But by, by the way, Liliana's mastery is no yeah, joke. It makes uh makes a couple dudes. It's like six power for for yeah. five mana, and God forbid you have any other zombie yeah. tribals like abilities. Like, like all, I mean, all the one drops, all the two drops, like, 
I, I'm almost tempted to run this card. I mean, it's, it's solid I, as well as just a dude. I mean, it's just like a five mana make, you know, two beasts, essentially. Unless they kill it, which doesn't really tend right. to happen. It's kind of, it's weird. It's like a sarcomancy, but like Bizarro, right. where it's, you know, the, you know, that one was like the one only aggressive decks wanted to play. But this one, you can, in theory, play as a curve topper, but, you know, it's fine. You know, mainly just a lot of value for five mana. And if you can bounce it, then, like, good god. Like, you just, you just won the, the value Olympics. But yeah, I think it's solid. You know, I think there's incidentally a good amount of good zombie creatures, you know, where you don't need to put, like, necessarily zombie, like, you know, all the, kind of awkward lords like like here's undead war chief it felt like around like time spiral they were trying to really push the zombie deck back it was like a thing oh. i guess an odyssey or something i don't even know if it was then because i think it was like nantuko shade or whatever but it felt like they were trying to push the zombie deck because i guess it didn't really do anything in onslaught and we we're like okay oh, let's try to make this a thing and like they time shifted a whole bunch of cards and it just felt like, despite what they were trying to do with like that and tendrils of uh, whatever tendrils of corruption and all this, it just never panned out. But yeah, I don't know. I I definitely like this card or that card. It's it's solid. It's a good amount of value, and it's not like like I'm looking through my cube. There's a decent number of z- zombies. Not like a, oh yeah, the the, the uh, there's a lot of very good zo- zombie. Yeah, creatures. like relentless dead. I think relentless dead is kind of similar, where it's just like a good creature on its own, and if you just happen to have right. zombies, then it's better. I think that's probably the best example of, like, a good tribal card for cube, like Rabble Master. Yep. You know, I think it may have been dismissed early as, you know, being just for zombie decks, or being just for goblin decks. Yeah, as it turns out, you just, you just kill them. Or just like, I don't it. care about any other... If, if I have other goblins, that's great, but I'm probably just going to kill you. All right, well, let's see. What else? Uh, never again. I'll never. Okay, never. Okay. I was supposed to say, I'm pretty sure that had to be some kind of reference, like... Here I am in love again. It's an old Nat King Cole song. I don't know if it originally mm. is, but... Yeah. Never two again? Like... Yeah. Aren't all these supposed yeah, to be two? Like, never to return. Oh, never to return. Oh, uh, whoops. All right, well... Well, there you go. <laughs> yeah, it's never yeah. to return. So this is one of the cards. This is one of the, the few split cards I'm sort of interested yeah. in. Um, only because it says on it, Destroy Target Planeswalker. Yeah. There's not a whole lot of those. Um, and then, like, just get some, like, free value on the back end, like, of just, like, hey, when you have time to spare four mana, like, I mean, granted, it's sorcery speed, but you know what? Like, yeah, get a 2-2. Sure. Get yourself a two-two, and and perhaps get rid of something with flashback, or get rid of an aftermath card, yeah. or you know something like that. I, like I don't it. know. I like it. I'm not super interested in it. I'm playing like it for it. now. It's fine. Like I like it better than the the awakened one. Like I think I like that's what I like about these uh, split cards or whatever the aftermath cards is. Like with some of these cards, like blood rush, um, with like awaken. 
Like you kind of you get flexibility, but you kind of get you kind of get locked in when you do it. Like with Awaken, you know, there's flexibility to cast it, like uh, like the whatever ruinous end, or ruinous path, or whatever. Like you can, yeah, okay. I think it's ruinous path. Like you cast it for three, or you cast it for seven. But once you do that, you know, you're you're locked into the into the whatever the the roller coaster. Like you, you pretty much you don't have any other there's nothing else. No other decision points. It's just like, okay, there you go. But with this one at least there's flexibility, but it lets you do something at first. It's essentially the whole mechanic thing is is another riff on flashback, which I remember when I first saw the card and I was you know, the the one from uh Dust Till Dawn, you know, once is or Dust to Dawn, when that was first spoiled, and I was like, well, this just looks terrible. Like, what? This? No, this looks bad. And then kind of, you know, let it ruminate in my head, and I was just like, you know, this is actually pretty cool. Like, it's essentially flashback, but with a lot more options, where you can just, like, okay, I can, you know, instead of just casting another shock from my graveyard, I can, you know, do a whole other thing. Like, I can double my damage or whatever. You know, just a whole lot more design space. I hope they have it in the next set too. I hope this isn't just a one set thing, but I don't know. I oh. really hope... I think it's another great mechanic that I just hope isn't just like a one set thing. Like, I hope Vehicles comes back. And I guess... Yeah, eventually, but I, I think they they certainly overpowered it too much to get it to work this yeah. time. And so I think next time it comes back, it's going to be significantly reduced in power, and we're not going to be satisfied with what's going on. Same thing, why it's taken forever to get another good piece yeah. of equipment. I think it's a, I think it's that way too, where it's like it's also the first impression, and it was just like you know the first this is the first set with you know the first block with vehicles, and this is people's first impression of them, and they were just like okay, there's there's a copter and heart of Kieran. And, you know, they're both pretty strong and they create that much of an impression. It's like, well, like I said, we we got to tone them down now. And people are going to be disappointed when that happens. But, yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know. I really just hope they don't, like, here's a... F- I hope they just don't make the rest of the vehicles, like, I don't know, just like the limited fodder or whatever. It's like, here's Sky Skiff. <laughs> Meet your new constructed powerhouse. <laughs> Right. Like, no, that's not what I wanted. But yeah, I don't know. I like I'm not, never again though. I, I like that card. That card's sweet. What do you think about the red cards? So uh, there, I've had some experience playing a few of these red cards and different things. Um, I've recently just started added uh, bloodlust inside. Yeah. To a humans deck that, that I was card playing, really impressed me. It's really impressed me in Cube. Hearts, I, I was surprised uh, how how good the card yeah. was. Yeah. Do you want me to tell you my story about about that in Cube? Okay. Please. So, um, what's that card? The one that lets you trade a card, Deal Broker. So we had like a four yes. person draft, and I had like a red. I drafted a Boros aggressive deck. And by the end of the draft, I came to realize that my mana fixing was terrible. So I had to go mainly mono red, splashing white for, like, Stoneforge Mystic 
and like a few other cards. I, I really hadn't like figured out 100% because you know I was on the fly and figuring it out. But I'm like, all right, I need another one drop for my deck because you know I'm a red aggro deck and I don't really have many one drops. So mm-hmm. this is danger zone. So I offered a tinker, which is a very good card, <laughs> and I was offered some irrelevant card that I didn't care about, a Fulminator Mage, and a Bloodlust Insider. And I told him, like, kind of somewhat jokingly, I was like, well, it's this good card or the new card, so I'm going to take, take the new card and we're going to try this one out. And it took, like, one game for me to play that card and realize to play Bloodless Insider, and I was just like, wow, this card. Yeah, the only one drop I had was Grim Lava Manter, and that was it. So... Yeah, this, so this card is uh, ridiculous in any of the mid-rangey the stuff. Like, so this is what I felt like people wanted... What was the five-drop red mythic that people uh, liked? That gave all oh, your stuff. Oh, Yeah. This is what I feel like people wanted, how good people wanted Ourobras to be. It's like, but all your things get haste. I'm like, dude, it's turn five already. Like, what are you expecting? What else are you expecting Mm -hmm. to give haste? Where this means you get to jump ahead on all your attacks from two all the way up. Yeah, like the deck I had it in, it was pretty much just like a red aggro deck, and I still loved it. Like, just because it just represents so much extra damage, too. Well, right. And the same. Well, it's the same thing with the, the one that pairs yeah. too, right? The the two drop that pairs and gives and gives haste. Like you're basically break the momentum of of the curve or whatever by turning non haste creatures mm-hmm. into haste creatures. Like the, like playing it in standard, like being able to you know I, I think it was like you know I had a lot of games where we like turn one this guy, turn two attack with my glory bound initiate, uh, turn three. Attack with my uh, Hanware garrison, make two mm-hmm. one ones, and it's like, well, crap! Like I, I now have like five creatures in play. Like next turn, like next turn, Talia's lieutenant. Give them all plus one plus one. Give haste to lieutenant. Attack. Trigger the garrison. Put two more one ones into play, which make the lieutenant now a oh, four. Oh wow! Nice. And it's just like, Jesus, like, what am I supposed to do? It's like, yeah, cards yeah, pretty good. It, it, much better than I thought yeah. it would be. And I feel like this card existed before, but it yeah. hasn't, right? This is not a functional No, like, it, we've gotten, like, cards that, creatures that give haste, but they all look, like, Battle Rampart, they all cost more. And I remember it, it was funny, like, it feels like, you know, Kenny Mayer, who, you know, used to play a lot more Magic and... Doesn't now doesn't you know as much nowadays like on there was a thread on MTG Salvation where somebody talked about the card and Kenny was like yeah I think this card's really good I was gonna make a thread about it and you know there was kind of the, the talking points you would kind of expect from this it's like oh it doesn't attack very well you know it's just a one drop you know it's just one power you know if it was a two mana if it was a two one this would be busted or you know then I would play it and I was just like. I'm going to get one of these for my Popper Cube and foil, and then just get a regular one. And then just kind of on a lark, kind of like with uh, As Foretold, I was just like, you know, I'm going to play this, you know, after hearing some, you know, some 
positive words from people I trust. And then, yeah, I was really impressed with it. I, again, I'm not really sure, like, how it stacks to, like, traditional two-mana or one-mana two-ones. But, yeah, like you said, even in non-aggressive decks, it's still fine to play. Right, because at some point you're going to play it. Or, I mean, even if, even if it's a creature with an activated ability, like, now you get access to the activated mm-hmm. ability right away. Yeah. It's like, okay, I'll, uh... I was say Master of the Wild Hunt, but that's kind of useless without a, without a wolf. I mean, <laughs> yeah, likely, unless you have other wolves yeah, in play I was about to say, Yeah, but yeah, I've, I've liked this. I've liked it a lot. Like, yeah, um, I, I I do like it. Uh, you also had uh, on crop crash. Yeah, on I, I like that guy. Like, it's weird. Like, when I first saw it spoiled, my impression was like it's a bad healed cutter. But I, I've liked it a lot more than Heel Cutter. It's got haste, yeah. though. Yeah, it's got haste. Well, I mean, so does Heel Cutter. Like, like, let's be... Yeah, but only when you... Only when you dash yeah. it, though, right? Or is it that haste all the time? Only when you dash it. But let's be honest here. Like, you're okay. never... I've never cast... I've never retail cost a Heel Cutter. <laughs> unless it was a block. And that didn't really happen too much. But the fact that you get to reuse this without using having to respend the mana every turn... Yeah, and even like even if your opponent doesn't have something, because like turn three, if you have a heal cutter, most likely you're not gonna cast, you're not gonna dash it out unless like the opponent, unless your hand is just nothing to do. And then in that case, like, oh. well, good luck winning. <laughs> but you know, it's just like you know, just cast on turn three and just like haste, and there's no drawback to attacking with a haste three two. It's like it's only a drawback is if, you know, if you exert it and then make their opponent can't block with whatever. But it's still really like I've I've quite liked it. Like it feels like we're getting a lot better like uh aggro red threes where before it was just all utility dudes. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah, and like three was always the kind mm-hmm. of the point in the curve. So I, I suppose getting some more aggressive guys is certainly uh, an, an okay place yeah. to be. So, and the fact that you don't have to exert it, like you can only exert it when yeah, there's a problem. Like, I guess I do like that. Oh, you know what? I'm gonna try this guy. I got, sold yeah, me on uh, it. I opened the foil yeah, one the other day too. I got a foil, but for pretty so, cheap. Like when I was getting a bunch of pre-order stuff, yeah. I'm like, I like this guy. I remember it had. I got one out of the back of my pack. I'm gonna, I'm gonna I remember trying him out in a deck with that and combat celebrant. Spoiler in the. Mm-hmm. I was very impressed with Uncrab Crasher. And then very underwhelmed with Combat Celebrant. Yeah, Combat Celebrant. There's there's a couple of issues with that guy, and we can we can roll this conversation right yeah. into him. Now I've also tried him in my in that same human deck, and the biggest problem I had was is that like, well, first of all, you know, he dies yeah. right away. Um, if you don't have the Inciter to go with him, it's real hard to make any headway on actually getting him because he's got a giant target mm-hmm. on his head. Which isn't necessarily a bad thing. Like playing must kill creatures is fine. Yeah. Even though like, like most of the it, time, it, it, like if you apply like a lot of times you would just attack with just a two power dude and it's like okay, I because he doesn't untap itself, it's just like I get an extra attack with this two two? Like Sure. Mm-hmm. Okay. Is this is this good? <laughs> I I don't know. I, like right. I I mean, 
you can like combo it with Kiki Jiki or whatever, and like whoop de doo. Oh, you certainly yeah, can. Like, you know, whoop de doo. Like, but it, it, yeah, just really underwhelming. Otherwise, I was just like, this card was quite underwhelming, and and was pretty unhappy with it. Yeah, I, I certainly wanted it to yeah. be good. It feels, but I haven't I haven't seen enough out of it yet to convince me that it actually is anything but a trap. Yeah. Yeah, I was quite underwhelmed with it. I was like, this is just no. Yeah, because I was in the same boat. Like, it's probably the cheapest Relentless Assault kind of card we've seen really ever. Mm. But it was just like, ugh, no. Yeah, it was was quite underwhelming. So, uh, let's see. What is next? If my touchpad would work. Where's the cursor? Where did you go? Why are you all the way up there? Why, why aren't you moving? Oh, there you go. Apparently, there was something else touching the touchpad, and it was like refused oh. to move. Uh, yeah, so uh, by force? Whatever. Eh. Shrug. Whatever. I almost like Blood Rage Baller better than by yeah. force. Was that the one in a red 4-3? A 4-3 for two? Yeah. yeah. You have to discard a card. Yeah, whatever. At least you get to choose mm-hmm. to discard. And if you're hellbent. Uh... So Glorybringer's yeah. neat. Uh, so the funny thing is, when when it got previewed and people were talking about it, a lot of people compared it to like Flame Tongue Kavu, which makes sense. You know, it's a four four power, deals four. But I'm thinking it's a lot closer to Searing Blaze. So here here's the other thing too. It's still a four power evasive haste creature for a five mana. You don't have to no. exert it, like. Yeah. Like, you can just attack with it. Like, that is also a fine yeah, way to do it. For... You know, like, you're, you're not required to, like, oh, I guess I better shoot down yeah. as 1-1. One, one. It kind of... It... No, you can just attack And I think that's like... kind of, like, a weird skill testing part of these kind of exert cards is, you know, it, it feels like if you're not exerting the creatures, you're not getting good value out of it, and therefore the creatures are bad. Like, say you're not exerting your on-crop crasher. You're you're paying two and a red for a three two haste, which is just, like there was brazen scourge in the last set or in a yeah, it was an aether revolt, yeah it was one double red for a three three yeah but you don't play those cards if you don't because but the thing is, is if you don't need to activate the ability there no one is forcing you to play yeah, bad magic exactly but it's just like <laughs> no one is forcing you to play your cards yeah, incorrectly but I think it's the it's like the if, if, the, if it's not to your advantage to, to use this ability, don't just use it because yeah. you can. I think it's just like people, like the feel bad. It's just like, well, if I'm not using this, then I'm just paying for an under, you know, playing for a bad creature or something. But it's just, yeah, I, I've really, really liked Glorybringer. It, it's really, I really liked it in like the aggressive decks. It's just like, you know, it's a nice little yeah, just, it's essentially like a Searing Blaze. You know, you cast it, you attack, get their dude out of the way. It's like with Searing Blaze. Right, right. Four to a guy and four mm-hmm. to their face, basically. Yeah. It's like, if it doesn't untap, okay. Just, that's fine. You only get next turn. <laughs> but yeah, I've, I've quite liked Glory. Right, right. That card's, I think it... Yeah, card sweet. I made it a point to, to play in game day so I can get a, uh, a, a nifty flow oh, nice. Because that was like the top eight promo oh, or whatever. okay. That's cool. Yeah. yeah, that's fancy. Mm-hmm. That's nice. I figure if I'm going to play it, I'll play the fancy one. Let me think of Harsh Mentor. 
Uh, okay, so I like Harsh Mentor. I just haven't figured out how good it is yet. But I do like the fact that it says opponent. Yeah. Like, if it were everybody, like uh, uh, Burning Tree yeah, Shaman, Eidolon. I would like it significantly less. Oh, I still yeah. love Eidolon. I love Eidolon. Yeah, You're not going to convince me of that otherwise. But, uh, again, no one forces you mm-hmm. to play bad magic. If it's not good for you to play Eidolon, yeah, play Eidolon. Hey, guys. Be- Beat a burn player in the most recent modern tournament I was talking about because they're just like, well, I got nothing else to do. I'm gonna play Eidolon. I'm like, well, you just locked yourself out of winning this game yeah. now. So, because feel free to attack with your tutu. I don't give. I don't give anything. <laughs> don't 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 give any particular curse words about oh, I that guy. Say, I don't give no blocks or whatever. No, I don't give up <laughs> about yeah. that guy. Like, I'd rather have him on the table because he's preventing you from winning yep. the game because you only have three spells you can mm-hmm. cast now without basically yeah. dying. So, so, but the Harsh Mentor, I like the fact that you can just run him out there and it's just like, well, you know, like I said, again, not embarrassing. We still disagree. He's a grizzly bear. But the fact that it gets so many of other abilities, like... I'm a little surprised it doesn't host... I mean, Fetching a land mm-hmm. dings them for two. Yeah. <laughs> so, there's quite a bit of range on this one, I think. Yeah, I, I quite liked it. Yeah, I picked that. I got a a a, uh, a pre-release one out of one of my out of one of my kits, and I immediately shotgunned it for keys. Nice. So. Yeah, it's kind of like a nice philosophy of fire card. It's like, all right. Yeah, like how much damage is this thing going to do? Probably more than how much it mm-hmm. costs. And that gets a thumbs up. So, I'm a yeah. fan. Gets gets the seal of it approval. It gets a thumbs up soda. Thumbs up <laughs> for this guy. Yeah. So, uh, now. The next one, I, I hope you have it on there, is Hazaret. Oh, yeah, the pervert. That looks like Hazaret's pervert, if you look at the uh, yeah. indication. Yeah. Hazaret the pervert. I happen to think this is the best of the gods. It's either that or the green one. Well, yeah, because those are the only two we haven't yeah, talked about yet. Yeah, because the other ones are kind of Because <laughs> the other hey, two are terrible. Mana. Get a card. So, unlike the blue one, red decks are going to inevitably wind up with, you know, Heckbent or whatever you, you, yeah. you want to call it. Like, And it specifically has a thing on it that's like, oh, you have an extra land? Pay three and get rid of it to deal two damage. And, oh, yeah, now mm-hmm. you can attack. And it's five power yeah. haste. I've heard people say it's, like, not... You know, it's it's hard to get it to attack for four, you know, on turn four. But I mean, I don't I don't necessarily see that as it's more just like a a damage source. And granted, I I ended up getting like my impression of it kind of dimmed, I guess, or I was kind of underwhelmed by it by the time I ended up playing it and stuff. But like, it definitely isn't a card you you have to run out in turn four, like. I remember telling, right. I think it was something in the article 
Unless you have nothing else better to do yeah. with your mana. You don't play bad magic. Right. No one's forcing you to play bad yeah. magic. Like, I, I think I did a point in the article. I was like, there have been cards like, uh, you know, there's like Sulfuric Vortex, and there's like a lot of these, like, not as good Vortex cards that, that, that have seen play over the years, like Words of War and, like, Rivalry. And I was like, these are kind of like mm-hmm. more like... These are closer to, like, thumbs up than they are to, the, like, Coke or Pepsi or something. <laughs> I don't know if anybody who read the article, like... I assume that probably, like, if they were... Right, ever, like, if they hadn't listened to the podcast, they'd probably be like, what? Thumbs up. Like, what is this guy talking about? But yeah, I don't know. It, it's definitely... It definitely has a lot more angles than than just, like, a generic curve topper. But then again, yeah, it doesn't necessarily have to be something you have to curve into on turn four. You know, just like, you know, kill your hand and then attack for four. I think sometimes people get, tend to get caught in kind of these idealized things, kind of like with As Foretold, it's like, kind of like these idealized like board states or kind of things where it's like, if it, I want this to attack on turn four, and if it doesn't, this card's bad. It's like that doesn't that's not necessarily right. how, how magic works. Right, 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 right. Like that's not the only uh metric by which which this card can be measured if it's a good card mm-hmm. or a bad card. Yeah, it's like you know, it's just like I think I remember thinking about it, it's like it's it's not like people have like five seconds. It's not like we only have like you know, 30 seconds to come up with an analysis on a art, you know, on a card. It's like, okay, got to figure out if this card's good. Okay, boom. It's like, all right, uh, turn four. It doesn't attack, then it's bad. You know, it's all right. Play it didn't do anything. Yeah, it's like, well, there's as much as, even though I think the 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 Esper gods aren't that great. There's at least a lot of play to them as well. Although I do wish that at least they were the Esper ones were at least pushed a little bit more. But. Oh. You know, I think they're, you know, at least the red one I think is fine. Like, it's a source of damage, too, where it's like, if you get them in burn mode, where, like, they're at six, and it's like, here's Hazret, deal with this or die. But, like, if right. they're... And, by the way, every card I draw is now mm-hmm. a shock. At the yeah. very least. And it's like, I've heard arguments like, you you can't hit play you can't hit creatures, but honestly, like, okay. Oh, my God, it'd be absurd if you can Yeah, it's like, okay, whatever, like. Yeah. This isn't like card would be absolutely absurd if he if he could hit creatures. Yeah, it would be like uh. There's no way that's like a, a concern by a sane yeah. person. Like they can't hit creatures. Oh, uh, it doesn't draw me three cards when it comes into <laughs> yeah, play. Yeah, exactly. Either. It's not it's not uh, Muldrifter. <laughs> it's Muldrifter God. Good lord! Like, what the hell do you want from? Yeah, it's it was kind so, of. I kind of just shook my head. I ended up, like, not... I think, you know, when it came down to it, I think... I don't know if I'm going to end up where... I think I like the four, other fours better than what than this, but, I mean, it's not bad. Like, it was... it was it, Three mana was yeah. kind of expensive, like, if you're doing other stuff than just, like, trying to kill it, like, go into burn mode. Like, if the opponent is at 12, sometimes, like, casting this is a little bit awkward. I think it's still fine. It's not bad, for sure. It's still fine, because, I mean, it's still a five-power attacker that's yeah. indestructible. 
because ideally you're getting rid of the cards in your hand to be able to do something because or else like yeah and thankfully it's not random which is nice no right and that's it too right is that it's not yeah. random I guess it's like stormbind like stormbind was random like this is or you know uh, the the one mana spell that dealt four damage or two mana side some blast oh, man sonic blast Sonic Burst Sonic, or something? Yes, Sonic. Sonic yeah. Burst. That's it. Like that was that that card has crazy rate, but then you have to like discard a card at random, and it's like, well, like. Mm-hmm. Horde. Good old. Like five five four four is great, but like, discarding a card at random could be a giant kick in the yeah, know, in the pants. So. All right. Uh, let's see. Harsher Manticore. No. So another four drop rare. You get this axe. You get to play yeah. something. You get to f- eh, eh, four is just so tight. Like I'd rather play Hazareth than that guy. Soulscar Mage is like the slow. So it's a combination of uh, Swift Spear and the two drop guy. Yeah. The from uh, the the turn damage into neg one neg one counters. Yeah, like Wither kind of. Yeah, the Wither yeah. two drop. I think my impression of this guy was he was okay. Like, I remember when I played it, like, its ability didn't really matter. Because I was just killing the opponent mm-hmm. anyway. But I think it, it's Right, it's fine. yeah, I don't know. I think fine is a good place yeah. for it to be. It's fine. fine. I mean, it's it's not like, if for me, it's not an auto-include yeah. one-drop. Yeah, fine. it's something you can add if you want. Sweltering Suns, I don't include cards like that yeah, in my it's fine. cube. <laughs> it's kind of cliche, but yeah, it's, it's okay. Like, it's it's a tool you can have. Like, it's probably, it's nice that it's a it's a mini Wrath that has cycling. Three mana cycling is a lot, though. It's not a trivial cost. Correct. Oh, because you're pretty much using a big chunk of your turn. Like a Chroma's Vengeance? Yeah, yeah, like a Chroma's Vengeance, uh... Where's the other three mana cyclers? I was going to say Decree of Pain, but that costs five. Right, no, that's that's a little more, because that actually does... I was about to say that, just like, Wrath the opponent or whatever. Neg two, neg two, zero guys. Or all all the peoples. Yeah, and like, I'm trying to think of other... It's Starstorm, that's the one I was thinking of. Yeah, Starstorm... I just like Starstone. Yeah. You got a reprint. I like it as a card. It's it's a little yeah. fast now. But I remember it, it was one of those cards you'd you'd see a lot more in cubes in like two thousand like eight through like two thousand ten ish. Well yeah, man, there's a lot a lot a lot of cards a lot of, a lot of stuff's happened in the world. Yeah, we got Fiery been... Confluence. Can you imagine Fiery Confluence back in the day? <laughs> yeah. All right, uh, insult to so injury. So the funny thing is, like, I actually really like this card, which is weird. I have like I it was another one of those cards I tried out on a whim, and then like opponent drafted like a pretty low to the ground Boros Aggro deck and just like crushed me with it. It pretty much crushed everybody with it. I think he went yeah he went three zero, which is so weird. Like it's. Well, I got someone to soapbox about this one too. <laughs> it's, 
it, it, I don't know, it just represents a whole lot of damage. It's kind of made me think of almost like Overrun, in a way. Where it, sure. Well, yeah, okay. Then you, you can't afford to let the guys yeah. through. And then, like, the other mode, like the lunge mode, is kind of weak, but, I mean, not... Hey, it's, yeah. it's free It's free damage on the end. Of and not to sound else, cliche, right? but, you know, like, Firebolt, like, four in a red to, to shock something at sorcery speed, that's like, ugh. Or, like, seven mana to flashback Chainer's Edict. Like, those rates are just abysmal. But it, I think the guy's deck also had a good amount of burn. Was it Chain Lightning, Lightning Bolt, Burst Lightning, Firebolts? Uh, I played Fire and Ice for just fire. <laughs> Uh, Searing Spear, yeah, and it worked out. I was, yeah, it was pretty beautiful. Uh, Searing Spear, Searing Blaze, Char, uh, Chandra Torch of Defiance, Stoke the Flames, and Bonfire. So he had a lot of burn in that deck. So that may have yeah, been sure. like, the deck for is just like, you know, a bunch of early dudes, you know, a bunch of like aggressive stuff, and then just. All right, but even if you go like one, two, three, four drop, this mm-hmm. attack. Burn something, attack. Like, like it's all pretty good. I mean, even if you're like one drop, two drop, three drop, four drop, uh, make my land drop, cast this, searing blaze something, and your face yeah, for six. Yeah, and definitely that happened. And then attack, and attack with four guys. So, <laughs> like, I think it was it was a. Uh, I remember playing against the the guy who had this, and um, like I I, I was at it was like I was in some. Uh, I think it was like in a Boros aggro deck as well, but I sided into control, like board control, and I stabilized at ten, and and I was like, okay, I think I'm I think I'm okay, and then he's like, yeah, I don't think it. He's like, yeah, died. I don't think I had enough burn to kill you at ten, and then like next turn, it was like insult to injury, bolt bolt stoke the flames. <laughs> and I was like, like, He's like, yeah, I hit twenty. And I was like, I was like, dang it. <laughs> and I was just laughing because because that's what I do. I was like, wow, that's so cool. But yeah, this was a card I, I like, and you can also do it for six. Like, if you get to right, you can just like four, four and four, yeah, and then attack. Yeah, if you, I think it's one of those things where it's just like, it's like overrun where you need to have some kind of board state, and if you have something that lets you cast. Insult without committing more mana. Like if you have a planeswalker, like a Chandra or something, or like let's be honest, any Chandra pretty much works with this. But mm-hmm. you know, as long as you have like any damage source like that. But as it turns out, creatures are damage sources too. Oh, and he had harsh mentor in that deck too. <laughs> take four. Cool. Shrine of Shrine of Yeah, Burnley. just like take a billion. He didn't have Shrine in that deck, though. Had, he did have uh, Mahars Mentor, though. That's cool. But yeah, I, I was quite impressed with it in that deck. I'm, again, it's one of those cards where, you know, it, it's like cost six mana. It's like a weird Searing Blaze, but I was quite impressed. And then it was one of those things where I just kind of trusted on the Lark or, you know, Initial Instinct and it ended up working out well. I was like, hmm, Cool. And then it got the thumbs up, not the soda. Well, that's certainly interesting. I could, uh, I, I, I'll certainly look into that. It's, it's a card I've been like looking at, but I've never committed to actually wanting to mm-hmm. try it. But I think it's, I, I think it, it's interesting enough to try. 
Yeah, worst case. Worst case, it sucks. Right, worst case, like, yeah, I don't like, like eh, eh, it's like, whatever. Work. But, yeah, it's... I guess my approval. And I guess that wraps up red, right? I think. Yeah, there's, there, there's no green. more red. Uh, there's champion of Ronus. R- <laughs> Ronus makes me think of, like, some boy band or something. Like, oh, Jonas Brothers. No, no, it's... Yeah. yeah, that's why. No, to me, Ronus is my Ronus. Ah, yeah. Oh, no, 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 no. Ah, okay. Yeah, I mean... My Ronus. I feel like in Limited, like... Yeah, in Limited, oh, it's like we were saying earlier with the, the cycling and, you know, being able to just cheat something in. And, like, a Hill Giant's pretty on rate for that format, but I don't know. In cube, it's kind of like one of those things where, again, you kind of have to respect it, and if your opponent has it, you pretty much have to kill it, because like they could cheat something really stupid into play. But I don't know. Right, and especially yeah. in green, like, like what? Hmm. I wonder what green does yeah. really well. <laughs> Maybe play large creatures. On the bright side, you don't have to worry about them dropping uh, crater hoof. You're like, okay, you got a six six. Yeah, job, idiot. Uh, I guess it gives a bonus to your guys yep. still. Just doesn't can't attack or get them haste. Yeah. Oh, Creator Huff's so good. But I guess, you know, if you have quite a few creatures in play, you can still just die. Yeah. That's what Creator Huff does really well. It just kills people out of nowhere. Right. Right. Steps on oh, their head. What am I at? 20? I'm dead? All right. <laughs> cool. The infamous, yeah. where are you at? Uh, 20? Yeah, 20. Oh. Twenty twenty-five. Yep. Yeah. All right. What's what's this? And like doing the finger, like the counting. It's like how many creatures? Yeah, the yeah, finger like tapping. One, two, three, four, five. That's either a sign that you're dead or they yeah. have nothing. Yep. One or the other. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, that's true. I hadn't thought of it, but that's true. Yes, yeah, so it's like okay, one, two, three, four, five. That's either I I am dead and they're just double and triple checking their math, or they're just stalling and hoping that a new sort of gorilla math <laughs> emerges and somehow. Through this gorilla math, they will find a way out of this situation of which there is no How escape. It's one or the other. Do you ever play? Uh, I mean, it's probably a no. It's probably a no for like most of the audience anyway. But do you ever play that game, uh, Nightshade, for the for the Nintendo for the NES? Nightshade. It doesn't sound familiar. So it was like this kind of superhero game where you're just it's it, it it's it was kind of like a point and click game for the NES. Which okay. didn't really translate super well because point and click for a Nintendo controller, not the greatest. But you're like the superhero yeah. in like a trench coat, and like he would, it was like this Egyptian villain, which is kind of apt. And like they would just crack all these dumb jokes. And like when you die, instead of having extra lives, the villain would put you in like these impending doom things. Like. They would put, he would put you on a conveyor belt, and you had to, like, figure out how to get out or something. Like, you give, like, a mouse some cheese or something or something like that. It was really interesting. Eventually, you get, I think, about four or five lives, and eventually he just sticks you in a freezer, and then you just die because you can't get out of there. But, I don't know. It was an interesting game. It didn't really age super well, but it was interesting. But it had, just, like, all these dumb jokes and... I don't know. It feels like a game I really would have liked, but it just, like, mm-hmm. the controls are bad. Like, there's a fighting system that was terrible. 
But yeah, it was ma- that made me think of that. So, so why are oh, we spending time? Because like about in it? those kind of scenarios when you're gonna lose, it's like how am I? How will he get out of this one? It's like oh, I'm I'm just dead. Yep. Yeah, that's where that came from. I was wondering where we were. Don't worry, there's there's always a purpose. What do you think? What do you think of Channel Initiate? The the one in a red or one in a green. One in a green, yeah. You get to untap it and put neg one neg one counters on it, or, or remove neg one neg one yeah, counters. Or you can like throw another creature under the bus or something to make it. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm not that interested. There's so many good in cube. There's so many good one drop creatures. Yeah, which accelerate you. Like that that accelerate mana. And granted, I, I know only birds does all the colors. But yeah. I, I don't know. I, I don't. I feel like I don't have time yeah. for this creature. That, that was my impression when I played. I'm like, eh. Same with Croc of the Crossing, Crocodile of the Crossing. Yep. Yep. No. <laughs> I, I do like that. I I do like this creature, but it's just <laughs> just because I've seen like people get killed by it multiple oh, times. Yeah. It's just yeah. like <laughs> just like yeah, yeah, whatever. And it's like Croc of the Crossing. Put this here. Five you. Cartouche, oh, cartouche. Cartouche up, six you. Like, cartouche up, kill your blocker, attack you, you're dead. Oh. Cool. Huh. Cool. I guess Great. I'm dead. Glad that worked out yeah, for like, everybody. Oh, I guess I'm, I guess I'm dead. Or like, right, or, you know, Croc of the Crossing, Cartouche of Zeal. That thing can't block. Six you. Oh. How, how will uh, a plucky hero get out of this one? I, I see. Let me start tapping my fingers on the table. See if something something nope, happens. Dead. Nope. So, I, I like the creature, but it's not it's not good yeah. enough for cube. Same thing with Dissenter's Deliverance. Yeah, like, I, mean, I think it's probably one of the better like shatter kind of things because you can at least cycle it. Like we didn't include the uh, cycling disenchant, but it's like three mana is just the the base rate is so high. But so like, much. It, I don't know if it's just arbitrary, but it, it it feels like one to green for a shatter isn't as bad. But it's like that was my main gripe with the disenchant, and it feels like a lot a lot of people liked it a lot more than I did. I'm just like it's still three mana. Like I don't care if you can exile something. Like it's it, it's still three mana when it comes down to it. It's just a lot of mana. But yeah, mm. I, I like Dissenter's Deliverance more than the two, but. I think I tried it out and was decently satisfied, but I'm not playing it, and I'm just like, okay, whatever. Shrug. Yeah, not 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 super yeah. interested. Manglehorn. Uh, Manglehorn is yeah. sweet though. I do like Manglehorn. So Manglehorn is is two and a green for a three or a two two. When it comes into play, destroy an artifact. You yeah. may destroy an artifact, and then artifacts your opponents control come into play. Tapped. Yeah, that's. This yeah, nifty against the, the man rocks and whatever. And vehicles. And vehicles. Sure is. Yeah, the hasty ones. Yeah, well, I mean, then they can't block. Well, yeah, I guess Heart of Kieran can't, can't yeah. block, too. Yeah, I, I like this card. But, yeah, no, Vanguard like one of those, like, if you, I, like, OMG upgrade to Orangutan, but I don't know. Figure out what your cube wants. Maybe you need another one. No, uh, it's, it's, yeah, I, it's yeah, one it's of the good, good ones. For sure. What do you think about Prowling Serpopard, which didn't have flavor texting hiss? And I was like, dude, what? Why not? <laughs> right. How, how does this yeah, thing like, not hiss? That's all it that's what I, It was like, I forget what the flavor text is, but it's just something generic. I'm like, why is it not hiss? 
there, there's, there is, if, if there's anything right in this world, this creature should be able to do nothing but yeah. this. It's, uh, it's just a know. French vanilla, essentially. Yeah, I, yeah. I don't need Shrug. it. What are you thinking, my? Uh... Don't need it. I do like. I, I like yeah, my. Yeah, my Sharonis is pretty. I think that's my favorite god of the set. Is this one? Yeah, I don't know. It's 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 nice. Oh, um, okay. I was about yep. to. Say, I thought you disappeared. I'm like, help. No, I'm just, I'm just oh. listening to you talk. Yeah. Yeah, like I, I I do like this one, and I actually opened an invocation oh. of this one. Uh, and I'm kind of like, ooh, uh, do I want to run this card or not? I'm like, I think I want the red one first. But, like, this one does fit at a nice point on yeah, the curve. Yeah, three, right? Yes. So I do like its curve placement a bit better as far as where it is, in, like, as far as what color mm-hmm. it's in. So I, I do like that match a bit better. Of you know three in green as opposed to four yeah. in red, and it feels like they've pushed but, green threes because they don't have to worry about mana elves anymore, because there's no more right. Not to worry about a pink yeah, so they can do. come out with cards like Tireless Tracker and, and like um, Nissa Voices Endicar and whatever. And this, I like this guy. It, it is a little awkward sometimes, like if like you know, your opponent just has the removal or whatever. It's just like, I'll pump this. It's like, I'll kill it. But I don't know. I, I think it, it generally is like you can just other have, you know, have other creatures or whatever. It's not necessarily a one creature. They kill it. But in those scenarios, that's definitely pretty awkward. No, I certainly, I, I certainly think it's in the, the testable yeah. range to see if it's any good and actually get some like hard data on it of whether this is a card you mm-hmm. want to be playing. I certainly think it's it's good enough for that. Yeah. That's for sure. I just have I like I said I, as it turns out it looks like I'm going to be trading mine straight up for a days indication. Oh, nice. Which are the super that's awesome ones. Cool. Mm-hmm. That's a nifty one. Those yeah. are really nifty. Yeah, it sure it sure is. It sure is. Uh, Shepherd Monitor, oh. no thanks. Is, this, is it? I mean, like Cross and Tusker, but yes, but it's four mana to yeah. cycle, and then you can get a desert card if you want. Also, hooray! Um, Vizier of the Mad Menagerie. So, I think this is the card that probably disappointed me the most from from Amonkhet, because I I think I expect I don't know I maybe because Green's fours are terrible. But I was like, okay, this is essentially going to be Creature Oracle of Moldaya, but it just, it didn't really do much. Well, because it, well, for one, it doesn't make your creatures nope. any cheaper. It makes on it top. easier to cast, like, but okay, that don't help with, like, you cast this on turn four, at least with Oracle, you can, like, put lands in a play or something. Right, right, right. Because it gives you an extra yeah. land drop. But, like, this one is just. I, I almost never found it could, like, snowball, ever. Like, where you get, like, creature, right. and it's like, okay, cast this creature, cast this creature. And most of the time I was like, cast this, here's a creature. And and you didn't have to reveal it, thankfully. You could always, you could just look. And be like, okay, I can cast this creature, but... It, eh, it just didn't really do much. It really didn't... 
even amongst like Green's bad nope. fours, just didn't really do much. That w- nope, I, I don't think it does. I don't think it does much either. It doesn't. It doesn't give you enough help to help you cast the cards off the top or to, to generate some sort of positive yeah. momentum uh, off of having a creature on top of your library. Like, okay, you can cast it. Yeah, it's still for Yeah, you can use whatever you want, but it's still full price, and we're not going to give you any additional. It's not like the first creature you cast each turn costs yeah. one less. Like, it's it's none of that. It's yeah, just you can like, pay. Well, you can cast them off the top of your library too, but you still got to pay full yeah, price. You like, can pay it with Mastercard, Visa, <laughs> credit card, Diners Express, but you still have to pay full cost. Exactly. It's like, well, hey man, I, well, hey man, I, I you know, I, I, I kicked in four mana for I. I paid four mana for, uh, a month for this card. Like, do I get some sort of refund? No, you, just, like, no. you can pay. No. no, we just let you pay yeah. however you want. Like, what? Yeah, I, I was just quite disappointed with the with the vizier. I was like, I, again, yeah, maybe I just want it to be good, but it, it was not. It was pretty pretty mediocre. I wanted it to be good. As it turns out, it was, was uh, not. It was, it was a mediocre out of ten. Yeah. What okay. about mouth to feed? The funny thing is, I remember, you remember in uh, what was that movie? Total Recall, with a uh, Benny, the guy who had the taxi, and we're thinking yeah, yeah. like, you know, like I got, I got mouth to feed. I got you know, right, yeah, right, I right. It was something like that, and I, was, I remember watching the clip. It was like I got all these like kids to feed or something, and it was it didn't match up. I was like, man, that's not cool. I don't know. Is this even better than Call of the Herd? I, nope. Yeah, I was, don't like I, it. That's what I was thinking too. Your opponent sees it. Don't like it. Every time I open a pack and it has it in it, I want to punch somebody in the face. Yeah. yeah. Don't like it. Are you? Are you your fan. mouth close to the mic? Yeah, it's. Um, uh, I'm, I'm having to fend off the natives. The native. Fend, right. The 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 lion. Locals. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, it kind of sounded close. I was like, uh-oh. That's all good. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm being, I'm being oh. assaulted here. Dang it, Lion. What about uh, what about Nyssa? Nyssa, Steward of Elements. The the first X, X-Mana Planeswalker. I, I mean, I think this card's yeah. really neat. I'm a fan. I think it's neat. I, uh... I don't know. I, I, I like the flexibility of it. I like all the things it can do. I was a little fooled. I misread it the first time I read it. I thought it became five five lands permanently, and not just for oh, one turn. Yeah. But you can just ten them. Right. You can certainly yeah. just do that. Uh, however, when you think that, like, oh, well, I get to keep these lands around. Yeah, it's nope. Like, it's just, uh, you do not get to... You have to return them when yeah. you're done with them. So, but I, I, but the card is a is a is a a value generating machine. Yeah, I think it doesn't. It's kind of awkward when you're behind because like you're kind of gambling at that point because you're like the crystal ball mode is kind of a gamble and like getting something on top is kind of a gamble. But if you're at parity, you know, or even ahead, it just generates so much value. So, but you can cast that multiple. The other thing too is being able to cast it at multiple points in the in the yeah. Curve. Even doing it for three is like, fine. Like, for, you can jam it for three mana and then scry two, and you now have a 
three mana. You have a three like three mana walker. Yeah, I, and I also know. like how the the scry ability works with the middle ability too. Because you can manip- yes, exactly. you know, manipulate the top. It's like okay, put this expensive thing on bottom. Oh hey, look, I I have this tireless tracker. I can't believe I hit this card. Yeah, I, whoa, I have this uh, cultivator's <laughs> caravan, dude. How, how did this happen? Yeah, it's, it's, I've quite liked it. It feels like also Simic's cards are just kind of mediocre anyway. Like you have Edric and... Right, I'm always on the lookout for Simic cards that do yeah. something. And this definitely does. This certainly does something. It's, it's a good one. Not convinced. Yeah. This one does. And... Yeah, it's a, it's a nice one. Yeah. So it was easy. Jam in pretty much right away. Oh, nice. What do you think of uh, Robo Rosewater, a.k.a. Samad, Voice <laughs> of Descent? Oh, just like all the keywords, yeah. just random. I guess the... Keywords! I guess the theme keyword. is that she's supposed to be like super fast or something. But just, yeah, it just seems, seems like... That was my impression, and, you know, I was not the first or not the only to think of that, is that this just seems like a robo-rosewater card. I'm like, this just... Yeah, at least it doesn't have any made-up mechanics That's on. true, it's not like sh- Strongle Gore for whatever. Counter itself yeah. when it's on the stack. Yeah. Yeah, like... like wait, what? <laughs> it hurts my head. Hold on, wait, what? I remember some people talking about making, like, a robo-rosewater cube and, like... I honestly have no idea what that would... I think it feels like a lot of it would be up to interpretation, like how you would convince your opponent, like, or how well you could lawyer the cards. It's like, okay, so this deals damage equal to the number of... I don't, I, I'm not familiar enough with Robo Rosewater to know, like, specific cards, but it just feels like it would be that way. But this card, yeah, I don't know. She She just... She's definitely a gruel card. Like, her white ability is actually, like, the worst part of her. Like... Yeah, try, you're right. Trying to figure out this card is definitely Yeah, grueling. like, untap another creature, it's like... I mean, I get it. It's supposed to be with exert. Like, it's supposed to be a thing. But that ability is just kind of mediocre anyway. It's kind of nifty how... Like, you can, like, you can cast her EOT and then just, like cast a six drop and then give that haste and then attack for like a thousand. And like she does die to removal, which I mean, okay, sure. That Yeah, but I mean four tosses yeah. is no joke. But it is fine. Man. Yeah. Like it is all yeah. being green does kinda help with that, but Yeah. In in you know, in the grand scheme of things she still costs five. And she doesn't necessarily do anything when she comes into play, which which is a th- which is matters. I mean, yeah, for six. yeah, definitely does attack for six. And it's kind of weird. It's like a weird. Or what was that? Raging Kavu. It was like th- <laughs> a rage, the, the the hasty green. Yeah, and red it was like one. haste and flash. It was like one and a one red green for three one. It was one red green for three one flash haste. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> look how far we've come. I have a uh, uh. double striking things. Do you remember when we were at like what was that Memphis or something? 
And I think like I think you got it versus me or somebody did in your cube. Like uh what's that? Uh Marine Crusader with a bone horde on it. <laughs> oh yeah. It was like how much <laughs> I, I think it may have been you. I was like, yeah, I was like, oh, like how me. much do I? Oh, I'm dead. <laughs> it's like, cool. <laughs> oh, because cool. I'm dead now. All right. I see. Yeah. <laughs> well, that was fun. See that like, I'm oh, dead. Yep. Great. Yep, I'm dead. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. She's she's all right. She's she's pretty cool. I, I'm trying her yeah, out right fine. now, but again. I'm trying her out in place of so, uh, Dragonlord Atarka. I'm pretty sure I'm probably going to put Dragonlord Atarka back in. Yeah, Dragonlord Atarka's yeah. not great. So, Cut to Ribbons, for me, is the only one of the multicolor split cards yeah. that I like. And even then, you know, if you're not playing Vile Smasher, you're certainly no, not playing this, this card. It's kind of... It's nice. Like, I do like the theory of this card because you can just kill some random duder and then just have this kind of act as like an impending doom kind of thing where it's like what you're at 10 all right they, like they have to be cognizant of it oh no it's it, right it certainly it, it certainly provides a, an inevitability to what's going yeah. on no doubt mm-hmm. about that especially if you're in that color combination but you know Fire blasting people for ten damage is also mm-hmm. pretty great. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely a lot. I put out Ketra's monument there, but eh, no. Yeah, it's interesting. Can do it like Throne's fine, or not Throne? Pyramid, Pyramid's fine. Throne's very good. Yeah, I, I'm. I've only recently become interested in Throne. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely a lot of that. I've started looking at it. I'm like, huh. Maybe this card's actually It represents good. a lot of damage, like, which is nice. Like, it definitely has dealt a good amount of damage. I remember, like, somebody... He was, like, in some kind of red-green kind of aggressive mid-range deck and played it against somebody who was, like, an Esper or something. And he had thrown out, and he's just, like, had, had like, a copter or some... I think, yeah, he did have copter. I was just, like, repeat it. There's, like, crew one, crew one, crew one, crew one. <laughs> and then tap... Tapped all the uh, dudes so he could throw in the opponent out for lethal. I was like, that's cool. Again, I'm pretty sure that was intentionally designed, but I'm like, that's. I was like, that's really cool. Well, yeah, it's how many people you have bowing at the throne. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. The throne of uh, Bolus. Right. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I've I've liked it. It's it's been pretty solid. What do you think of the cycling duels? Uh, so I like yeah. them a lot. Um, I don't know if I have room to include them, but I like yeah. them a lot. They're really neat cards. Yeah. I like them a lot. They can fetch them. I don't know if I have room to include yeah. them, but I like them a lot. <laughs> I think if if I were to decide to take like bounce lands out or if I were to decide to try to go a different direction my mana base just to make it like more fetchable more whatever I think they would be my next line of cards that I would yeah. put in um, but as of right now I don't I, I think they're great I yeah. really do I, it's just that there's a bunch of them that are better and at a certain point like you can only yeah, run something like, or even 
Yeah, and, and like, I remember when, like, sometimes I did like how you could just cycle them away, but sometimes like entering the battlefield tapped was certainly a relevant drawback. Right. But yeah, there's definitely, you know, especially with lands, like sometimes there's only so many you can include. Right, exactly. I mean, and I yeah. love lands, and I'll run the daylights out of some lands, but at a certain point, like there's there's only mm-hmm. so much room. There, it's not like Jello. There's not always room for lands. Yeah, there's sometimes room for lands. Lands are lands are nice, but like what they do is they do make things like uh, modern cubes have even better mana yeah. though, because now you have more that you can show for the battle duels. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They give you more lands for that. They give you more lands to fetch for. They give you an opportunity to cycle them. Mm-hmm. Like, they're great. They're not going to my cube yet. Yeah. They're great. Yeah. They're they're pretty solid. I wonder if, it, like, it's ever the right call to play them in, like, say, play the red in, like, a board, like, a, let's say, an is it control deck? And to play the red green one as one of your lands. Yeah, I don't, I don't either. Maybe it's probably a bit overcosted, but hmm. I probably wouldn't. I would probably rather play like a bounce land with only one color than play one of the cyclers with one color. I am a hundred percent on board with that statement. Okay. Good old bounce lands. This, they're, they're the they're greatest. So, People hate so them. Good. They are they're, the greatest. They're pretty nifty. Like, how do you not like these cards? They are. They are great. And remember how underrated they were at first in in limited the Ravnica draft format. God, my fa- my favorite is still the 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 Tim Ayton. Uh, he did a, a draft, um, like walkthrough oh, or whatever. Yeah. That could lots of uh, draft walkthroughs on like yeah, Star City games. SCG, yeah. And literally every single every single pack was full of gas, but he just picked a, a bounce land out of every pack. Did he actually like? Was that an actual draft or was it just satirical? No, 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 no. no it's it's completely satirical. Let me. <laughs> I'll see if I can find it and you can put it in the show notes. Um, which is really neat because now when you type in Tim Aiden, it talks all about Jeopardy and his Jeopardy winnings and all that oh, stuff. Oh, nice! So. Here's the bounce land. Here's another bounce land. Yeah, he's... yeah. Every single. Okay, yeah. Here it nice. is. I found it. So. Draft one, draft one walkthrough, and the first pack is like, you know, a, a, you know, some decent cards, and it's like two cards leap out of the pack instantaneously: ribbons of night and mirror aqueduct. I've had to make this pick many times, and I really haven't arrived at a satisfactory conclusion. The fact of the matter is, they're two of the best cards in the set for limited, so I'm happily putting either one in my stack. I figured Demir Aqueduct is the stronger black signal, so I try to take it to cut the guy to my left off. The next pack has like a bunch of a bunch of awesome cards and other ribbons of you know ribbons of night. So he luckily I get past the ribbons. The third pack 
has a ribbons <laughs> of night. And he takes another Demir Aqueduct. Wow. <laughs> the fourth pack says, I'm actually glad this pack doesn't have a ribbons of night since I'm starting to get a little worried. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> and literally, so his, his picks in the draft are Demir Aqueduct, ribbons of night, Demir Aqueduct, Boros Garrison, Selesnia Sanctuary, Consult the Necrosages, Boros Garrison, Golgari Rock Farm. <laughs> Those are his first nine picks. <laughs> wow. Pack three. The next pack, pick three, Demir Aqueduct. Pack seven, pick seven, Golgari Rock Farm. I mean... It is hysterical. So, <laughs> I wonder how many is like too many bounce lands for a deck. <laughs> There's also one here. It's like pack three is you know the second set. In the first pack, there's a foil oh. goblet shrine, and he picks a and he picks a gruel turf. <laughs> pack two. There's all kinds of great cards in it. He picks an Is It Boilerworks? Oh, nice. Pack five, Is It Boilerworks? <laughs> red, red, green, Karoo Draft. There are 15 lands. The lands are three islands, one mountain, and 12 bounce lands. Wow. And then... <laughs> Round one versus FOB, MTGO rating 2088. My opponent is also known as Luis Scott Vargas. Oh. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I wonder Pretty how funny. many is the maximum amount of bounce lanes you'd want to play in a deck? Seven? Oh my god. Who knows? I don't know. There are 12 in this pack. I'll send, I'll send you the link. It's very entertaining. I'll put it in the uh, in the chat oh, box okay. here. I'll take the bounce land. I'll put it there. Nice. We got that's better. Put it in there. I'll take a bounce. Anyway, any any uh, other? Nothing uh, really. Like the cards here like the the, de- the the desert the desert I'm interested in having. Like, yeah, I think something was like, I think the the card was in the confident set, but the kind of you know the last minute because it was going to be too good. They were like, yeah. EDH because shock. Like I'm not really surprised. I don't really know much about EDH, but I can't say I'm super surprised. But all I can think of, this seems really solid. There's a lot you can play and and not be yeah, embarrassed said, about playing. It's a lot. A lot of different ways yeah. to go. A lot of the two. Not even like they're not necessarily like focused on one archetype. Like it's not just aggressive cards or not just like dirt all control cards. It's pretty pretty spread across the across the whatever archetype. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it just it's a very good set. I've been pretty happy with with it. I'm really just hoping there's more good stuff in in a in our devastation. You think that, that wraps that right. up? Yeah, man, that about wraps that up. I got plenty of time for people to get their fix until the next time we're recording. 
hopefully it'll be the week before hour is out once they release the full spoiler and but did you hear about the uh whatever the new commander or Jimmy like Nicol Bolas? Yeah, what about it? Yeah, I, I like I only just heard about it like on Thursday. I'm oh, like, hey, yeah. did you hear? Someone's like, hey, you hear about the new uh, Arch Enemy, Nickel Balls? I'm like, what? And you know, I'm pretty, you know, you know, I'm pretty cognizant about what's going on in the Magic world. And I was just like, I had no idea. Cause like all this new stuff's coming out. And I'm like, what? Another set? Yeah, man. This is yeah. This is this is not this is the not the end of this. It's going to be nothing but new sets and new more products. You will no longer be able to afford to, if you are a person who's used to buying everything, you will no longer be able to afford yeah. to buy everything. This is just, I think this is just it. the new world order. Yeah. Is that, you know what, if people, if enough people are buying them that they're making products, then they continue yeah, to keep making products. So. Yeah, hopefully more good cube cards from, uh, what is it, new commanders coming out? Commander 2017? Yep. I forget yep. when that's coming out, like November or something. Yep, it looks like it's like four classic tribes or something like that. Oh, okay. So. But you know, might get some more cards out of there too. That's so nifty. Yep, Hooray! Yep, yep. Well, yay, new cards. All right, any uh, anything you'd like to uh, plug or add? Not or? really, like uh. I'll probably put in the show notes the the whatever Amonkhet review. Like I feel like I've been putting a lot like pretty detailed stuff in my last few reviews, like the Amonkhet one, the Aether Revolt one. And I've been I've been very happy with how those have been turning out recently. So I'll probably link it in the show notes. Well, at least the Amonkhet one, like I don't know if it makes much Yeah, it's directly yeah, I don't know if it makes much sense like, hey, check out this Aether Revolt one, but like my articles are listed on the blog. I'd rather be cubing.wordpress.com, which I always say I'm gonna go. update, but I don't. So I'm gonna update with a cracker pack. That's what I'm gonna do. <laughs> and that's it. And where do people find you on and, Twitter? Usman uh, the Red. That is that is me. I think that's about it, really. Where, where, where about am, you? I'm Anthony42. Pretty much everywhere. If you see that, it's me. Yeah. And uh, that's all I got time for nowadays. Besides, uh, I, you know, trying to trying to play a little bit more. I'll be in. Uh, I'll be going to Grand Prix Las Vegas coming up here in just over a, you know a little while here. So if you're uh, if you're out there, drop me a line. Uh, find me on Twitter. Drop me a line. I'd, I'd love to say hello and, and meet you or meet you again. You know, for I know we've got I've gotten a chance to to talk to a lot of people over. I think I guess I got a chance to, to see quite a few people, and I had some T-shirts with me at the time to distribute, and I don't think I have any extra T-shirts anymore. But uh, third power official third power T-shirts. Um, but other than that, I think uh, yeah, I think that's about it. Uh oh, I don't think we. I don't th- we have, there's one more. Yeah, you're right. There's one more thing uh, left we have to do. Do we have it? No, you do. You're yeah, nice to we take got care it. of business. All right. Well. Rock over London. Rock on Chicago. Amonkhet. Rise among worthy. What? That... Yeah. Sure. That's... <laughs> that feels rather uninspired. Compete in the trials of five gods and claim an odd place among the elite ranks of the worthy. Yeah. Yeah.